If I told you the things I've seen on my ways If I told you the things I've done in my days You wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single role everyone thank you for joining Yay. us for episode eight of uh, Pembroke investigations we're glad you could join us uh hopefully your night is going well ours is going splendidly except for things that aren't uh <laughs> and uh this is a in case you were not aware this is a savage world's actual play on the happy jacks rpg network you didn't know this was the happy jacks rpg network i don't know what to tell you <laughs> but uh, i i hope you're having a good time and will stick with us for a while uh, if you do want to catch up on any past episodes, please visit happyjacks.org slash Pembroke for all of our episodes, episodes zero through uh, soon to be eight. And uh, also any of our other shows are at happyjacks.org slash shows, and we have a ton of content. So there's definitely a show you will enjoy if this one isn't exactly what you're looking for. My name is Nick, and I run this uh, happy little investigative uh, group. And I'm going to uh, go ahead and start poking on my teammates and making them talk about themselves and their characters. So let's start with Jay. Hello, uh, I'm Jay. I'm playing Benton Ailes, an undead revenant investigator. Uh, I'm an investigator who is undead, but I guess sometimes I do investigate the undead. I should clarify that. It's good to be precise in these things. Yes. I'm going to go over to Blythe. Hi, uh, I am Blythe, and I am playing Analia Torres, a half-demon nerdy girl who loves technology. So, you know, I'm totally playing outside of type. <laughs> All right, and down to Emily. Hi, uh, I'm Emily. I'm playing Zoe Browning. She is a uh, mean girl fairy uh, energy vampire, so I am also playing against type. My hair is messy, <laughs> I think. I think we need to fix it. Uh, there's a lot of that. I'm uh, I'm half Superman curl over here. And uh, let me see. Oh, I got confused and uh, started reading when I should have been being in host mode. So, Jason, <laughs> please please tell us something. Oh, okay. Hello, I'm Jason. I'm uh, my character is Silas Silvestri, a also like a private investigator and is a satyr fawn type fellow who has escaped from the Fey. To let everyone know that the internet was invented by the fairies so that they could spy on us. So, um, mission accomplished. No. 
(laughs) (laughs) No. All right. Uh, Would anyone like to speak about what happened last session? I was going to say last week, but uh, sadly it was two weeks ago. Let's see what happened was. Uh, I don't grab my notebook. <laughs> I, I, I could give it a shot. Oh, please do. Um, should I bring back Liliana Santos? Yeah. Hi, please. Pembroke. No, wait. Hi, Grantham You. It's me, Liliana Santos, and I'm here to tell you what happened last time on Pembroke. Um, the Silas had been possessed by some sort of dark energy after he had a syringe of something or other plunged into him. So he wanted to just give everybody a great so he wanted time, to just give everybody which mostly manifested time. as him trying to kill us. Um, and, uh, things went poorly from there. Uh, Zoe turned out to be very susceptible to it because she rolled poorly. And, uh, the, uh, it, Somehow she uh, was was spurred to um, begin a flirtation with Analia. Um, there was also a lot of uh, a lot of fighting and a lot of um, uh, to get us out of the way as the cultists joined him in their suit. All of us, and uh, yeah, in the end, victorious. Silas was unburdened from his serenades and stuff, and all of us are going on it. The end. All right. Okay. Uh, go ahead and grab a Benny for that. Uh, and then, Blythe, did you have uh, things you wanted to add from the notebook? Uh, I think that covers most of it. There was... Hold on. Let me get to the... Uh, the important part about the books I had a forged book that was very posery Uh, it's not a summoning I apparently didn't take very good notes from the last session alright things were wild and I was doing oh I did do the like make the potions thing that was clutch I came in in clutch and made potions and saved Silas's life uh because it was very much in danger of him being like a where being thing. I don't still don't know what it is exactly. Uh, yeah, something like that. And there was um, also the Callister Cromwell. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the, he he was the author of the poser uh, poser incantation and magic book. Yep, uh, as I recall. Uh, just to fill in a little bit more details, uh, what had happened was our group had discovered the uh, lost, the kidnapped wolver that they had been looking for as a uh, some sort of a sacrifice or subject in a underground um, ritual space where the head cultist was about to inject him with a giant syringe filled with glowing green goo. Silas convinced him to plunge it into his own chest instead, saving the wolver. And what that did was end up creating a channel between Silas and Pan, causing him to uh, mutate into a form that was closer to uh, an avatar of Pan and enhancing his powers and distorting his view of reality. In that ensuing confrontation, he 
took the idea that many people here were for a good time, if not necessarily a long one, and attacked his former companions until after many misadventures uh, in that room, Analia was able to synthesize and <clears throat> excuse me, an antidote did so well that she created two different uh, versions of it, one of which went to Silas, and the other one went to Zoe, who was at that time suffering from sort of a siphoning of some of that uh, arcane power, some of that fey realm magic that had also distorted her views on reality, or perhaps brought them more closely to the fore. <laughs> uh, and then I believe Silas passed out, uh, Benton called the cops and got everyone rounded up. Excuse me. And he retired gracefully for the evening. Yes, that's right. He knew when to make an exit, and yeah, he no, did he, so with alacrity. He passed the F out. That is... <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Analia gathered up all of the books and ritual materials, and Zoe... Uh, Zoe made sure that the twig for uh, the twig of Little Jack Horner was intact, and uh, made it through the fight unscathed. What? And everyone headed home. Does that sound like I caught all of the salient points for everyone? Thank you. Remembering of course. I believe I almost. <laughs> you said you will remember him. <laughs> In fact, we all said that we would multiple times in song several sessions ago. That's right, we did. I just want to say, Emily might have forgotten. Zoe has been thinking about it nonstop. <laughs> of course. Um, so, uh, where would you um, be before? Actually, before we zone in on uh, where we're going to be, I did want to use uh, an interesting mechanic that Savage Worlds has, which I find really useful and fun. They have a mechanic that's called interludes, and it's something that you can do in order to uh, reward players, uh, flesh out backstory, and give you sort of the experience of if you were traveling with this person and there was sort of like long road time, things that may have come up and that you've talked about, or anything that kind of humanizes the, the character. Uh, typically, you'd only do these one at a time, uh, uh, like once at one in a session or something like that, but since we haven't done any, and this has been a major uh, change, I think, based off of uh, what, what had happened. I wanted to kind of go over those with everybody and see if we can get a little bit of backstory. Uh, there is a little bit of randomness in this. So I have a deck of cards. When I pull a card, the suit is going to tell me what sort of story uh, the person is going to tell. And it can be brief. It can just be a couple of sentences. Uh, or it can be a little bit more elaborate if you want. It can tie into existing themes. It can create new themes. Just anything that lets you sort of flesh out who your character is. So I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, Jason. And Jason, I have a queen. And a queen in this case is a story of a, uh, a love, either one that you have or one that you're longing, someone who you might be looking forward to, something uh, that uh, might be lost. Uh, do you have something that um, Silas might have in that realm? Uh, yeah. And, and is this, should I relay this in a sense of like, this is something that he's told everyone about, or is this just an us for the audience? I think that, uh, I think that we can construct the fiction, whichever makes the most sense. Uh, okay. I think this is something that is running through Silas's mind. 
perhaps inspired by the most recent uh, adventures. Whether that's something that he's sharing with everyone or not is up to you. Yeah, I don't think it's a secret. Like, I don't mind everyone knowing it's probably something he's talked about. So I, I think we can just we can frame it that way. But um, I think Silas several times has talked about um, his his first like serious romance, which was back in the Fey, and was with a another uh, a guy satyr and um, a gal who had left the human world and decided to stay in the Fey. That she actually had the opportunity, but the three of them formed a group. And that that was their uh, their uh, kind of romantic uh, interlude for a while, and they were actually together for like I don't know, probably a year in the Fey, and and that was like the first time he had ever, you know, I think some of maybe what they say about fawns and satyrs is true. Like maybe they get around a little bit, and that's okay, that's fine, and and so. He probably had never thought he would be in a long-term committed relationship or exclusive relationship. And, I mean, they were exclusive to the three of each other. You know, the three of them. They were, I don't know if, if the word of exclusive is the right word in that circumstance, but um, they were a committed th- thruple. And a, a triad? A triad, thank you. That's the word that I wanted. Um, and uh, were together for a long time. And then... Uh, it uh, it it kind of just like got like it broke down for the reasons relationships break down all the time it's like suddenly you know things came up and and people wanted different things and and it was just this like slow grind out of what was a very sort of intense you know romantic relationship between the three of them and the end of that was kind of what opened the door for him to leave the Fey? Um, mm-hmm. You know, partially like who wants to live next door to their exes? Um, you know, and uh, and so that that was part. of... He had always been kind of a weirdo about humans and and was super into the human world, and I think that had created some tension in their group as well. And you know, because the gal who left the human world was like, I left that behind on purpose. I don't want anything to do with that. And the guy, but I'm thinking uh, the satyr's name was Simon and the gal's name was Imani. Um, And they, um, what I don't know is if the two of them wound up together or in some other sort of arrangement. Because I think... Is this something that Silas has deliberately not looked into to try and discover, or has that, he yes. looked? Okay. Yeah, he has intentionally not Facebooked them uh, <laughs> to see. Um, he doesn't trust the internet. Yeah, it, yeah. Also, it would be a lie anyway. It would just be some sort of major Fay trying to tempt him back in, in in any circumstance. Like, there's you know, no way that he could trust the the message. So. Um, yeah, I think that's his that that probably has come up and it's not something he's embarrassed or ashamed about. It's just like his his first like big lost love. And that was probably 30 like 25 years ago. He's like 50 now. So, um he's been in the human world for at least the last 20 years and a big part of him coming here was getting a little bit of space 
he'd always been kind of interested in humans and then actually did sort of a, you know, fawn springer and went to look around and decided to stay. So, um, yeah, I think his, his story of, of Simon and Imani are, is not an unheard of story. That's like, he's probably written some songs that aren't very good. Really? That's, He's a great performer. I don't think he's a super good composer. He can improvise and he can perform, but he's... Uh, um, he's written a song, but it's different every time he performs it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then he changes the key and the meter, and it's just like a mess. It should have been an epic poem. He should have just written it down, but, you know. Excellent. I love that. I love that story. Um, I think that with Silas being passed out, that maybe it's just uh, sort of dreams and memories of uh, Mari and Simon and sort of bring this to the fore. Um, Even though you've told this story and and other people are aware of it, um, if that works narratively for you, I think this might be the, um, like if this were the cold open, we would then pull back to see that you're still passed out in the back of the, uh, back of the car. Yeah. After we had like this sort of weird wispy dream flashback. Uh, of the time uh, in there, if that works. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Blythe on the spot, and then I act, I should have done this before. I'm going to pull the cards for uh, Jay and for Emily so they can have a minute to kind of think about what is going on uh, prior to suddenly having to make up a story right there. Although they are professionals, I'm sure they could do it, but why, why give them that stress? <laughs> uh, so Blythe, you have a diamond. And a diamond, in this case, is uh, a story about something your hero wants or already has. It might be a material possession, recognition, a political goal, or even a trip that you wish to take uh, to some destination or for some goal. So do you have a, maybe a little tale about something, uh, something that, that you want or something that you have achieved? So... Analia's goal is to one day to travel to all of the realms and study oh, I, magic. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you one moment because I just said I was going to do this and then I didn't. So let me draw the other two cards to give the other players a, a second, okay? Sorry. Bad bad GM. I'm going to lose a Benny. Uh, now I don't want to hear the story. <laughs> I knew it. I ruined the whole thing. Uh, Jay, uh, for Benton, we're also going to have a heart, so a tale of uh, love from uh, from his past or potentially future or present, uh, but just something that ties into that theme. And for Zoe, we have a spade, and a spade is uh, a great victory or a personal triumph, so something that you have done that was fantastically successful and that you're very proud of. And uh, now, rewinding, we'll fix it in post. Blythe, please tell us Analia's story. So Analia has a goal in her life to eventually travel to all of the realms so she can study their sciences. And she wants to go to, like, each academy that they have or could have and learn about their technology and learn about their chemical compounds, whether it's magical or scientific or not. And she just wants to become, like, the ultimate, like, researcher. That she cares. That's like her goal. That's her goal. But she's afraid of going to hell because she's afraid that if she goes to uh, go down there, that she'll be answering the call because 
cambions are typically birthed to help like end the world and bring about the apocalypse so she's like a little afraid that if she goes down there they'll take it as end of the world time and she doesn't want to do that because she likes the world (laughs) excellent so is this something that uh she is actively planning or is this more of like a, a a dream sort of thing does does she have a, a pinterest board is she sort of planning itineraries and figuring out how she's going to get between all the different realms or is it just more of like a uh imagination something that's a, a someday goal i think it's like she looks up the like you know what's it like to what how much does it cost to teleport to the fey like every so often and she has like bookmarks and she has her pinterest board laid out but she doesn't have any set plans because she's been like, it's hard to take vacation time and things. So she hasn't quite figured out how to actually make it happen. But she continuously is like, she's like at work, like clicking around. And the second someone walks in, she like closes out of the tab and is like, what? Nope. Mm. I was looking at porn, I swear. <laughs> also, she's like, she told she wants to go to the Fae partly to prove that Silas is wrong about the internet. Nice. Okay, so that's sort of uh, destination number one on uh, <laughs> yeah. on the uh, prove Silas wrong tour. Yep. Prove that the or she's going to find out that they did do it, and then she wants to know how they did it. So mm, okay. She mostly thinks he's wrong, but she's also like, well, if they did, then I need to know the science behind it. So. Cool. All right. I like that very much. Uh, please reward yourself with a Benny for sharing that uh, backstory and information with us all. Uh, Jay, I'm going to pick on you now. All right. My turn in the barrel. Um, okay. So a story about love. Uh, I think we all uh, have discussed that Benton, uh, as a revenant, uh, was once married. Oh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, just, I, I think we need the volume back up a little bit. Ah. Sorry. I, just, I didn't want anyone to miss your story. Thank you. Thank you. It's always fine-tuning. I know. It's always a little tricky. Levels. Especially when we get new equipment, new setups. It's always complicated. That's always a thing. How is that? Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, there we go. Um, so, Benton was married. Uh, my uh, wife was named Laura. It was some time ago. Um, let's see. I think we dis- I think we had said that uh, I've been a revenant for a few years now. Um, would, back- would you say closer to five or closer to ten? Closer to ten. Okay. Um, so it was, it was some time ago, um, but I was, you know, a happily married, uh, uh, officer in the, in the army, um, in, uh, living on a, a base not too far from the city here. Uh, and then, you know, uh, as you do, ran afoul by accident, uh, in a, a little fender bender with a evil wizard. Uh, and that was, you know, uh, that didn't work out well. Uh, particularly for me, what with the the dying and uh, being brought back and leaving my family behind. So, you know, um, I'm back now, uh, still sort of trying to find that wizard that cursed me, because then I can weirdly die for real, is the whole goal. is The, the whole goal is to, like, get back to that afterlife. Um, mm-hmm. But while I'm here... You know, uh, every now and then I check in on my daughter. Uh, she's at school. Um, she actually is friendly with Zoe. 
Uh, I think we said they were roommates, even. They live together. They yep. live together. She does nice things for me. Yeah, she's a good kid. Um, but obviously, you know, the, me interacting with her is complicated. I'm undead and deathly looking and not very pleasant to be around in general. Uh, plus also, you know, I'm on my quest for vengeance, which doesn't leave a lot of time to be a dad, uh, which is an issue with my kid. Uh, and so, you know, but I still, you know, will every now and then sneak out, don't tell Zoe, but I'll sneak out and like peek through the windows or watch, you know, across the street and make sure that she's okay. You know, once or twice there were some shady characters around and I took care of them very quietly, but Zoe doesn't need to know any of that. Zoe doesn't know anything about any of that. Uh, and so, yeah, but you know, I just sort of like watch her over her, watch over her, watching her sounds creepy. I watch over her in a, in a parental, kindly undead dad kind of way. Okay. Undead dad coming this fall on Fox. There you go. Uh, okay. So, so, uh, as of now, Lisa and Laura, neither of which are, neither of them are aware that you have returned no and you've kind of kept it that way you you're for lack of a better word kind of facebook stalking them or in lisa's case actually stalking her i mean but 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 solely from a i want to make sure that my my wife and kid are are okay exactly exactly and keep them sort of in the dark about the strange going on goings on here in the city right i can't be part of their life anymore but i still want to make sure they have a good life yep and make sure, okay. you know, no stray demons or whatever, no offense on Aaliyah, uh, get in their way. Excellent. Great. Thank you very much. I, I love that story. Please take a Benny for your time and trouble. And lastly, we're going to go to Emily, who will tell us something about Zoe. So it's the spring of 2012. Zoe is, 12, Zoe is 13 years old. She's taking part in the seventh grade science fair. Marissa, uh, Marissa, um, Marissa Johnson has been telling her endlessly. She's not smart enough to win the science fair. She's not smart enough to get second place. She's not smart enough to get third place. She's going to get last. And Zoe's like, why? And Marissa says, your project is called, is a potato alive? That isn't a good science fair project. So Zoe resolves to science fair with is a potato alive. She's always had this, this vase in the back of her brain that she can make people do the things she wants if she just is nice enough to them. So as the judges come by one by one, they're like, is a potato alive? That What's going on here? Zoe fixes them with a stare and she says, you know, this potato is my best friend. Do you want to say hi to my potato? His name is Sam. They just they just look at her and they just see this 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 uh, you know ebullient effervescent young woman on top of the world ready to move forward and every single one of them is this project's not great but that kid's going places give her top marks when she wins the science fair Marissa uh, is, she stands up and screams at the assembly and Zoe, knowing exactly that, she, knowing that she has gotten accepted, 
Anyway, long story short, by high school, Marissa was carrying Zoe's books everywhere for some reason. Uh, so nice of her. Uh, and, and Zoe used the, uh, the Pizza Hut gift certificate that she won at the science fair to have a pizza party with all her friends. Fantastic. That, that is an amazing story. Uh, and I that's love the it time so much. Zoe Browning, that's the time Zoe Browning won the science fair and realized she could control people. <laughs> Coming this okay. fall. Yes. <laughs> This summer, you will know, is a potato alive? (laughs) The answer is yes, a potato is alive, yes. Of course a potato is alive. I drew a little face on it. You will believe a potato is alive. I mean, a french fry isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, thank you very much. Please take a Benny for your time and trouble uh, setting that all up. Uh, So... I believe everyone should get uh, your base three bennies, with the exception of Blythe, who gets four, plus the one for your story that you shared. I appreciate all of you so much, and uh, have written down what you have said for no particular reason. Uh, (laughs) Now, we do need to kind of go ahead and set and decide where we would like to pick up the story here, and uh, how everyone is feeling. Um, To my mind, we've got a couple of places we can go. We can go to... Uh, we can go to the Pembroke uh, headquarters building. Uh, you could go directly to Brigid uh, to bring back Willem. You could try and get more information. Uh, you could report back into Helen Mirren. Uh, balls in your court. Where, where would you guys like to be? I think we should go back to the to Pembroke so that we can get uh, Willem a place to rest and get him like possibly checked out, making sure he's okay. Um. And then report to Brigid that he's okay. Uh, but I would like to make sure, like, you know, have him rest, maybe talk to him a bit, find out what was going on before we alert the wife that, you know, he's here. Yes. Okay. I concur. All like right. To hear, I would like to hear Nick's current impression, so let's with her at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been worrying about that for a little bit. <laughs> Um, so, uh, when we, when we ended the last story, uh, when we went into just sort of a narration, I know that Jay indicated that, uh, Benton called back to the main office to Mm -hmm. have them let Brigid know that you had found Willem. So it is likely given what you know about her, that she will probably be there by the time you get back to the headquarters. You didn't call Brigid. No, he called the home office and told them to let her know. I, oh, be- well, I believe that is correct, but we'll still we can still run interference. Well, we sh- he's not coming in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we should definitely talk to Willem alone and ask him some good questions, and then maybe send Zoe to talk to Brigid. Yeah, Zoe okay. to talk to Brigid. <laughs> All right, so uh, it sounds like you guys want to be back at uh, headquarters and uh, maybe helping Willem do a convalescence. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, about the time you get back to headquarters and get him Nick. into... Yes. 
Did Nick cut out? I still hear him. No, we can hear you, Nick. Okay. Can you hear us? Yes. I can hear. I can hear you. Okay. I'm I'm moving back and forth. My my internet connection went blip. Oh, okay. So I didn't hear anything Nick just said. Ah. No worries. Um. Uh, I think that that you guys are going to go ahead and get back to uh, headquarters and get Willem body with the help of Terry into uh, sort of a, a room that's set aside like a, a quiet room and sometimes it's used for meditation but there's like a little couch there uh, just sort of a, a silent chill out room that is there uh, and in this case you can use it as a place that you can lay him out and let him uh, sort of recover which uh, he does shortly after after you show up uh, he, he seems confused at first and uh what, 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 who, who are you? Where, where are you? What, what? Calm down. We are, uh, we're Pembroke Investigations. Your wife, Brigid, uh, sent us looking for you and, cause you, you went missing. Oh, and my Brigid, is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. Uh, she's better than fine. Um. I was worried about me, me sweet little spring flower when they, when those, uh, uh, Brigands drugged me and took me away. My my only thought was for her. Hmm. Uh, we we just got you out from that cult, and we were wondering if you could, if you were feeling up to it, could answer some questions. Uh oh. Uh, uh, uh of course. Uh, I, I I thank you so much. Uh, uh, was 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 there any trouble? It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's it turned Silas, out fine. Is Silas still out at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have, we have like you probably. Oh, I, 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 I'd say that's up to you. No, I I like the idea of him being out in in the context of like did everything go okay? It's like <laughs> what? It's like in the next bed. Yeah. 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 We probably just laid you on the couch in the break room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything went moderately well. We're okay. Um, I'm so I'm so glad. I, I, I wouldn't want anyone to be hurt while uh, while trying to rescue me or anything. The the so did did you find out what those uh, uh, spalines were were up to? We were excuse, hoping that you could excuse tell. Excuse me, Scottish. Yeah, we were. Yeah, that was our question to you. They they had a bunch of books, uh, but they didn't seem to be open to talking very much about what they were doing. Uh, they they kept me out uh, most of the time, but I, I, I did hear a bit about uh, trying to summon some kind of a, 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 a god or an, an ancient one or something and uh, that, that they needed the blood. Uh, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a bit garbled. Uh, they, they called themselves dogs for some reason. Yeah, the Kushan Far. Aye, aye, aye. That were them. Uh, some kind of horrible mashup of Scottish and Irish, though. Uh, it, it didn't make a lot of sense. And did they, they seem like? The... <laughs> Sorry. No blight, please. Oh, I was just gonna make a cultural appropriation joke. Okay. <laughs> but those were always funny. Um. Uh, did they say what kind of blood? What they meant by the blood? 
Uh, it 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 wasn't a clear. Uh, they they did take take my blood and uh, do some do some experiments, but uh, it seemed to cause a bit of consternation in the in the ranks. Uh, apparently, I uh, apparently I weren't good enough. Hmm. Did they did they mention anything uh, about anyone else? I kind of recall a lot of it is uh, is fuzzy. Okay. All, all I know is that uh, the, these gentlemen came and, and listened to me play. Uh, they they asked if I was uh, they asked if I was uh, a true blood, and I uh, nodded and told them yes, and then uh, uh, and then they, they approached me again when I left. When I left work, and uh, and then I woke up in sort of a hazy state and was sort of in and out of consciousness the whole time. Hmm. I didn't know what I was. Uh, I I I couldn't tell you much more. Okay. Do you know how they found you? I I don't. Okay. Well, you should rest because uh, it, unless. Zoe, do you have any questions or? No. She just stares at him. <laughs> do you think your Do you think your wife was involved? I I hope not. Uh, I I've been I've been worried sick about her. Has she been okay? Has someone been watching her and making sure that she's uh, uh, eaten and and uh, taking care of herself and getting sleep and and not. Uh, not going crazy? Oh, she seemed fine. She's ridiculously hot. Congrats, man. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. Uh, I, I, uh, she's she is definitely the, the the wellspring of my heart. I thought maybe she was involved, but now I don't think she is. So I just oh. wanted to see how you felt about it. Oh, uh, I I can't imagine that she would have been. She must have been worried sick. Could I could I talk to her? Is she here? Uh, we've sent word to her, so I'm sure she'll be here shortly. But you should rest for now, and we'll we'll just talk to her a bit, and uh, uh, and we'll get you guys reunited shortly. Uh, I I I I hate to bother you when you, when you've done so much for me already, but uh, do you think you do you have anything to eat? I'm uh, dreadfully like hungry, and everything I've been everything I've had uh, the, the the past week has been drugged. Do you like falafel? Uh, not not by preference, but if that's what you got, I'm I'm hungry enough to eat a to eat a, a half day haggis. If, if you, you want catch any, my drift. Do you want any <laughs> coffee or anything with it? Oh, just uh, uh, water if you have any. Sounds good. Analia goes to start making, and like we have, you know, it's not just falafel. There's also like I'm assuming some steak and chicken for everybody at like for people who ordered that. So she's like putting everything on a plate, <laughs> but keeping it separated in case he doesn't like it mixed together. Fantastic. Ah, it, it, oh, it, it looks wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, he definitely is going to town on the vegetarian options. Um, he picks a little bit at the chicken, has some of the pieces, doesn't appear to be interested in the beef. Um, and he does look at you kind of hopefully goes, I didn't suppose you got any fish. I don't think we 
do. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's no, no. A, you, you, you have done so much for me already. I, I just I, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, oh, I, there's more falafel though, because I'm, I'm vegetarian too. So if there's, if you need more, of uh, that, I, I can eat more. I, it, it would be, it would be a, a true, truly a blessing. Thank you. So she goes and gets. She just basically brings like the rest of it. She's like here, and just kind of like puts it out. Great. Uh, so he is he is going to town. Uh, as as described before, he is uh, wolfish in appearance. So if you think of like the classical wolfman uh, look, that is what he looks like all the time. But not um, he doesn't appear to be shifting or anything in that nature. Uh, he is very very large, broad and tall. Um, and you can definitely see like if you hadn't just experienced how happy and genuine and you know caring he was you would immediately think this is some sort of a nightmare terror uh type type person but um but yeah he's just uh he's eating like he hasn't had a good meal in in three days on there uh about this time you hear um the intercom buzz uh, uh, guys, guys, uh, um, Miss Miss uh, Felid is uh, he, uh, and as he's Terry is stumbling out over uh, Brigid's name, you you hear her <laughs> voice out through the hallway. Where is he? Where where is my Willem? Your monsters kind of be keeping it from me. Uh, and you hear you know steps coming down the hall. I don't want to do it. Uh, uh, God, uh, she's she's uh, heading down the hall. She won't uh, uh, miss. I'm sorry. Uh, uh. Um, I just want to interject from the break room with, am I sober? <laughs> Why am I, I sober? Uh, Analia goes to the break room and is like, bye. <laughs> Doesn't want to deal with Brigitte. Uh, and Benton is also like, well, bye, Zoe. Uh, I'm gonna go and also check on Silas. Yeah. Oh. You really want the girl who thought she was a murderer to yep. deal with this? Yep. Yep. You're great. It's perfect. You're great. Yeah. Cool. You're, great. You're charming. Cool. Okay. You're great. funny. You're, this will be lovely. This will be great. Can I, like, suck her brain? Sure. I don't see why not. Perfect. Know, don't, don't go too far. Okay, perfect. Annalia's like, you got this, and she pats her on the back. Yeah, she's an important client, so, you know, we'd, we'd like her not uh, vegified or whatever. I'm just feeling okay. a little just feeling a little sluggish. I didn't get caffeine this morning, so. You know, you, you listen, you got to do what you got to do. It's all right. Okay. I'm going to go uh, talk to Brigid. All right, so all uh, five foot six of her comes storming into... Uh, storming to the room. Where is my husband? Where have you been keeping him? He's here. Well, well, take me to him. First, you need to tell me why did you want him dead? What are you talking about, you, you army lady? Just I take me you, to my husband. I know you were involved in this. Get out of my way, and she goes to push push past you. I, 
grab her hand. I'm like, hey, whoa, we'd be adults here. Come on. I hired you to find me husband. And I'm now t- and now you're keeping me from him. I'm so going to take I- you to him. I just was testing if you were actually involved. I didn't think you were, but you know, you know how we fay are. We can just do lie detecting stuff like all the time. Just yeah. take me to my husband. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, he's uh, back here. Um, just, just follow me. Um, yeah. She stomps right behind you. Uh, and uh, as you open the door, she pushes past you into the room and they are fall into each other's arms. And I'm not going to uh, much to everyone else's uh, either joy or sorrow. I'm not going to try and role play the two of them in both their accents simultaneously back and forth for any length of time. Oh, come but on. But you can just assume that there is a ton of endearments and they are, they're hugging and crying and laughing uh, and just overjoyed to, to be together. Can I persuade them to leave a good review for Pembroke Detective Agency on Yelp? <laughs> I got my persuasion uh, die right here. Of course. Do you think this is the best time to do it when they're in the middle of their uh, reunion? Yeah, I'm just going to... Um, um, they're very happy right now. Excuse so me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be out of your hair in just a second, but... Um, oh, cool. I... I... What can we do for you? You, you saved my life. Uh, uh, anything you want. Could I persuade you to leave, a, frowns at him. to leave a five-star review for Pembroke Detective Agency on Yelp and say that we accomplished all your needs for less than our competitors? Uh, uh, of course. Uh, 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 Spr- Spring Flatter, do you have your phone? Uh, let's, let's, let's help these fine people. Yeah, please, if you do, would do it right now, I get a bonus. It'd be great. Uh, Brigitte is just really, she's doing the thing where when she's looking at Willem, uh, it's all smiles and happy, and she, she loves it. When she looks at you, there is not daggers, but is just a sense of like, who the F is this? You know, like, give us some space and some time. But she gets her phone out and she starts, uh, she starts hitting the thing, and then holds holds the phone out to show you. Uh, that you. She has a five star review. Thank you so much. I'm going to close the door and go talk to my friends. Whatever you want to do is your business, but try and keep it down. <laughs> uh, shoots you a dirty look, but yeah, you close the door and. Uh, and, and leave them alone. <laughs> uh, so, are you headed back? Are you headed to the break room, or do you mm-hmm. want to catch up with everyone else? So, so there you are. Silas is uh, still lying on the couch, awake but not quite uh, together yet. And uh, what's everyone else doing? Well, I've, I've uh... reached for the drink cart that I assume is in our break room. Um, <laughs> Several of the it. bottles are askew as I've like grabbed the cart and pulled it over to the couch and I'm looking to see what my options are. Annalia is just like, uh, do you want me to make you something? Uh, yeah, I can't see very clearly yet. I think I'm extremely sober and I don't like it. 
Analia starts mixing a drink. Mm. It's a, it's probably like a old fashioned or something. I, I think he flops back, and um, I, I remember last time we said he's taller, and he also has much more pronounced horns, like this, mm-hmm. like rat back, and it, he like sits back in the couch and goes like thunk against the wall. <laughs> he's like, "What? That yeah. was a dream. What? No. no. Oh no. Oh." Yeah. All that happened. Uh, I can't be sober for this. Hands the drink over and is like, uh, I mean, it's like a quadruple shot. This is a good start. Yep. Yeah, that was not a dream. That really happened. What do you remember? Yeah, there's a. I remember there was a taste in my mouth, and it um it was good. It was like. Cotton candy and whiskey, but not at the same time. Uh, so, like one of those like sticks of gum that has half one side and half the other, but it was cotton candy and whiskey. I, I've never heard of that kind of gum, but I'll just say yes. <laughs> okay, like I felt it when I um. Sucked the power out of you for a good cause. For a good cause, like it was really—it was like touching a live electric wire. Like, do you have any idea what you tapped into? Because it felt great. I—I I don't know how we got to that point. The—I remember going downstairs, mm-hmm. and then we were invited to a party. You taunted nope. a cultist to. To inject you with whatever they were going to inject Willem with, or whoever. Yeah, that doesn't sound like me. That was definitely you. Yeah, you did that. And, yep. and it transformed you into a much more giant version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Who was definitely down to party. Yeah. With... You seemed to be really annoyed that I wasn't partying. Yeah. That does sound like me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, partying was the... Number one goal, yeah. Wait, like a... Wait, did you say a just a bigger version of me? I mean, more horns. Like the horns you have now, kind of, and but taller. More... Well, I think... Can I, like, see if I can recall having seen, like, a picture of it in, like, a fairy tale book or something? Oh, 100%, yeah. Can I? What would I roll for that? Oh no, you you remember? That. Okay. Yeah, Pan, Pan's a pretty distinctive figure. Just making sure. I'm like, you kind of looked like Pan, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's not good. That's the word. Yep. Yep. Very Pan-like, more goatee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, just all about the party. Oh, yep. I hope I Jason. Didn't... Every time you hear the word Pan, you feel like a little reverberation in the back mm. of your skull somehow. Let's... Not 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 like strong. There's no mm-hmm. you know. There's no accompanying emotion or feeling. But like, but like a rubber band went doing every time someone says says that name. Okay, I just I hope I didn't make him mad because he's jealous. Angry's the wrong term, but like a like you don't say a storm is angry, mm. right? It just no. does what it does. 
You would say it's raging, though. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully he didn't notice. Maybe he just doesn't know who I am, and that's ideal. That's good for all of us. Wang. Oh. What is... I mean, you were trying to throw a real rager, so I guess raging really works there. Is there a... It's like an echo or something. No. It's gone. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, Do you need more alcohol? Yeah. Um, The... There is a bottle of whiskey in my bottom left drawer at my desk that should still be sealed. And I think I need that. All right. I'll go get it. Oh, do you have any um, Bud Light? No, we I don't. Know it's, I know it's pretty rare. But Definitely like, you... not. <laughs> I think like the most, like we have like probably some ciders and some like craft beers because we're those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why I can't ever seen Bud Light before. And it's, <laughs> it's very rare and very tasty. Yeah. Not going to disabuse you of that notion. Either of those notions. Um, all right. Uh, I guess I'll go try to find... We, do we have evidence that we collected from the, the place beyond what beyond the books Analia took? Um, you didn't mention anything? No. And, and, and since this was more about rescuing a kidnapped victim than shutting down a cult, I think that that seems reasonable that you kind of got what you were looking for. Do, do uh, we know Analia to have some some medical expertise? Or is that not a thing? Uh, I didn't take a skill for it. I don't know if there is a skill for it. But you know, Google. You do know about drugs and mixing things, so... Yeah. <laughs> I think I would know about how, like, pharmaceutical stuff right. works. Right. Like, yeah, so Silas leans forward on the couch and visibly regrets it. <laughs> and so maybe should take some of my blood before it wears off. God, I hope it wears off more quickly than this. But like, my blood what? out in the holder. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a kit for that. So she goes back to his desk, gets the whiskey, and then goes back to her desks and like she has, like, a bag of random shit for, like... Because they always get hurt, and she's the only one who understands science. <laughs> so right. she collected a bag of medical supplies over the years. So the, like, the bottle the bottle is Callahan's Old 300. Mm. All right. Um, and then you... So that's uh, the, the label on there. It is a small batch. It is... Uh, it's actually number 12 of a run of 604. Mm. And uh, you get the you get your uh, med kit from your desk and return uh, return to uh, to the room. I also want to get some of Willem's blood if he's still here. Uh, yeah, we can do that in this. We, we can roll for that in a second. So she she comes back and she hands the He's like, before I hand you the whiskey, we're going to draw you blood, draw your blood, and then I'll give you the whiskey. Okay. She, like, ties off, does the all things, finds the vein. 
draw some blood. Okay, give me uh, give me just a general mad science check. Do okay. you have actual science or just mad science? You have weird science. Weir- I'm sorry, weird science. I mean, she's doing science and I'm weird, so that <laughs> seems it like should- that evens out. Yeah, you do have bits and tubes and pots and pans. I'm not going to re-roll that. I don't like that. Oh, I do. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a five. Okay. That's that's fine. I just wanted to I wanted to see if something crazy happened, but uh, I, I'll, I'll say that that's good enough. It's a little bit different than working on uh, your magic science, your magic tech that you normally do, but you know, syringe operation isn't exactly a higher order <laughs> of, of medical science. So you're able to extract a, a small quantity of blood and uh, seal it effectively um, for study. You pop the bandage on, you give them the whiskey. And in, in like before the need, or actually maybe even while it's in, Silas is like not, it, like it looks like he's ready to have his hand amputated. Like his whole like, this is yeah. like he d- he does not like this procedure at all. But no, that's why she said the whiskey was going afterwards. Uh-huh. So about it. Yep, he's, it's, he's it's, a well trained puppy. Pop. Yeah, <laughs> and then he gets in the whiskey and is like, uh, also some like painkillers. Mm. Like, yeah, have some ibuprofen. Thank you. <laughs> Lay back down. Mm. I'm gonna go draw uh, Willem's blood to see what. They they apparently didn't like it. Apparently it wasn't right. So I'm going to go check out what's going on with that. I'm just going to curl up with the bottle on the couch. <laughs> we need karaoke. After work. We'll we'll take you out. We'll we'll go to maybe we can go to shift change and we'll and Willem can play some piano for you. All right. Uh, with that scene, I think that uh, you wanted to go see if you could get some blood from Willem. Yeah. So the the door to that uh, the door to that I don't want to say break room. The door to that relaxation room is uh, closed, and you can hear uh, a little like murmuring. Uh, it's it's not you know it's not soundproof, uh, but you can sort of hear a little like. You can hear the sounds of like you know there is a conversation going on without being able to hear what that conversation is. Yeah. Analia knocks on the door. And she kind of does a like, hey, uh, coming in, just want to do some medical stuff to make sure Willem's okay. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, you can come on in, uh, uh, please. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, I don't know, their husband and wife reuniting. I don't know what they're doing. And she opens the door. Uh, so you see you see that the, the two of them are, are on the couch. They are fully clothed. There's no frantic scrambling to, to get decent. Um But the you know, they, they look like they are they're they're very close. They're displaying affection, they're kind of cuddled up with each other. Uh and and uh, Brigitte says, um, "You needed to do a, a medical checkup. You, you you didn't do anything uh, already. Be 
before he got here? We wanted to make sure he had some time to rest. He was a little out of it before. So now I'm going to just going to make sure there's no lasting side effects or anything like she's going to do like the eyes and like all the things like you would normally do. Okay. Doesn't have like a concussion or something. And if I have to, I can probably use my Jack of all trades skill here to like have a medical skill. Uh, I, I wouldn't worry about, I would say that you probably are familiar with, um, generally familiar with the records for various, uh, supernatural entities and and kind of what is normal for them at least a range of excuse me of some idea um so you're able to like his pupil response seems to be normal and uh you know the his, his heartbeat is is normal and you don't hear anything in his lungs as he breathes and just all the sort of regular physical stuff he seems fine uh and you're able to to draw quantity of blood from him uh, while she's there, I come on down and I'm like, Willem, I just want to ask a few more questions. Oh, aye, aye. Anything I can do for you. So you said these people came to you while you were working at Shift Change. Were they regulars at Shift Change? Was it the first time you saw them? Do you know what brought them there? I never seen them before uh, in, in Shift Change. Uh, but, but to be honest, they look kind of generic. Mm-hmm. Uh, could could have been anyone, uh, but but they definitely they definitely were neither regular kind of clientele, and we don't get a lot of uh, right. We, we don't get a lot of people who aren't regulars coming in. All right, good to know. Uh, is is that is that it? Hmm, I think so for now. Just trying to figure out if. You know, I mean, we obviously got a bunch of these guys. We called the cops and they, they wrapped them up. But I just worry. Um, you've said you've heard of the, the coup before? Uh, I, I, I had not. Uh, I, I had nay. Uh, but they, they talked about themselves in the third person all the time. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it, as I said, it was kind of a, a bastard, bastard Scottish Gaelic. Uh, which, which I recognized, yeah, uh, and and sort of like a weird smattering of Irish in there as well, uh, which which I know from uh, my my darling Springflower, and he leans over and kisses uh, Brigitte, mm. and she kind of giggles and pushes him away. Okay, all right. <laughs> Analia and Benton are both like, all right. I guess. I mean, do we get everything we needed, Analia? Uh, yeah, he's. Medically, he seems to check out, and I got a little bit of blood so that, you know, we can do a little bit more test and just make sure everything is okay, but I think he's okay to go home. Yeah, yeah at this point, if the two of you want to leave, you are free to go. Oh, oh, yes, please. Uh, uh, just s- send the final bill, and if you, if, if you find anything wrong with the blood, uh, uh, let us know as soon as possible. Oh, uh, absolutely. Just, uh... uh I know I've been difficult these past week, but uh, but but thank you. Oh, that's brilliant. I, I I I can't express how how much it means to me to have my dear Willem back. Thank you for leaving a good review for us on Yelp. <laughs> tell your friends. Yeah, definitely tell your friends, and remember uh, Pembroke for all your investigation needs. Uh, I I. 
Chance. I feel like that is directly out of the employee manual. That it's like, <laughs> thank them for yeah. using the service and uh, refer their friends and do all that stuff. And so he's it's, just it's, it's written by Helen Mirren. <laughs> Dame, Dame Helen Mirren. Dame Helen Mirren. Oh, yep. Uh, Analia just kind of was like, oh, you're welcome. You know, no, it's our job and we're happy to help. We'll let you know if anything's wrong. Uh, but I do think. At some point, we might need to come see you play piano because I think our friend could use some cheering up when you're feeling better, of course. Oh, I, I, I'd love to. I, I'd love to have you in. in uh, you'd, you'd be my guest. Excellent. We've heard you're amazing. Oh, I, I, I just try my best. Uh, and with that, I think that the happy couple will uh, leave Pembroke's. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have any problems with the door, and uh, they they take off. Excellent. So, uh, uh, guys, do you do you have a? Uh, um, you gonna get started on that after action report? Yeah, I'm gonna go get started on some. Uh, she like got the blood vials. She's like, I'm gonna go get started on some research on these and see what I can do. Um, I can start handling some of the paperwork if you want to handle the other half. I guess I'll get started on the paperwork. Oh, and uh, 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 I've got the mail for you all. Oh, We have mail? Uh, every day. All right. Uh, so so Terry, hands you a, Terry hands you a stack of mail and says, uh, Sorry, not, nothing for you again today. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, there's there's some mail that's uh, forever on the team. Uh, various whatnot. Oh, um, did my dad call? Uh, I I don't think so. Okay, well, you you if King of the Fairies Oberon calls, we're not speaking. Okay. Your dad's the yeah. king of the fairies? Well, I mean, my biological father. My adoptive dad's just really boring. His name's Bruce. Oh, he's yeah. The, oh, I met him. He was an actuarial, right? He No, he's king of, um, he's king of the, uh, the waterbed king. He's oh. the king in water, waterbed king. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, I've seen his commercials. They're very good. Yeah. He's yeah, that that's him. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I've been waiting for a call from him, but it's, you know, if he doesn't want to talk to me, he doesn't want to talk to me. It's fine. Um, Silas is also looking forward to this. If uh, if uh, if you're not around and he, he uh, wants to call you, should I give you a number? You can give him my email, my work email. Okay, he has work, it. Work, work email. I'll put a note right here. So uh, if Oberon King of the Fairies calls, give him your work email. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so that uh, that seems to be that. You guys are working on the paperwork. Um, piles and piles of it. Yeah, just trying to do the whole after action report, get mm-hmm. everything in. Uh, billable hours for yep. the versus the retainer. 
so many billable hours. Uh, Analia handles. She's like, I'll take the billable hours part, so you don't have to worry about the math. Thank you. Appreciated. I'm just trying to have, trying to figure out how to phrase uh, a Pembroke's operative uh, bravely stepped up to defend uh, our our subject yep. uh, at great risk to life and limb. Yep. That's right. probably the best way to say that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> what, that's not in front of me that you're talking about that, are you? No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so Analia goes to run tests on the blood, too. because She has a lab, I imagine, in here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so what, what, what are you looking for with the blood? For, first of all, whose blood are you looking at, and what, what are you... Um, I'm starting with Silas's, because I'm worried that he might, like, not still be okay. So I just want to, like, kind of see... I'm trying to think, like... I guess I'm trying to see what the effect was. Like, what, if, if I can sit, like... I don't know. I don't know exactly what... Basically, okay. make sure he's still okay and everything seems normal and that there's not some weird residual effect in the blood. And if I can get an isolation of what this weird-ass compound was. Okay. Um, that definitely sounds like weird science to me. All right. Two fives. Um, okay. Um, so you sort of uh, subject it to the, the battery of tests. Um, you know, you've got like a baseline for Silas's blood and what it, what it should look like. Um, you know, platelet count and red blood cells and all that sort of normal stuff. And it checks out looking the same. Uh, you don't notice that there's any sort of difference medically. Uh, so you start getting into some of the more esoteric tests that, that you have, uh, like you you know, are putting it through a magical spectrometer and uh, you know, use, use it to register a, 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 thom- a thaumometer uh, to detect <laughs> levels of magic in the blood. Um, and everything seems like it's coming in, you know, it's coming within, within normal ranges uh, from, from what you can tell. Okay. And then I want to... For Willem's blood, yes, medically I want to make sure it seems fine, but I also want to see... Because he said that they were upset with it, like something was wrong. So I want to kind of see if I can figure out what was wrong. And he mentioned being pure blood, so I want to see if I can find out if he's not actually a pure blood, and that's why they were upset. Okay. Um, you don't have a set, you don't have like a sample of Wolverblood on file. Um, you can try and do a little bit of research and kind of get what the baseline, uh, is for that. So I guess give me, um, let's call it a research roll and then, uh, and then a weird science roll. Okay, so... Uh, I'm gonna re-roll that. 
ho, ho. Okay, um, an 11 for research. Okay. And a five for test. For weird okay. Time. You're able to track down a uh, 18th century treatise on the uh, greater uh, Highland Wolver. Um, and find out a, a bunch of information that was uh, all recorded reasonably well for the for the time period. Uh, and what you find out is that wolvers are a uh, dedicated species that um, breed true. They are not, d- despite their looks, they are not uh, wolfmen. They are a completely separate genus, uh, and that their most well-known for being uh, generally genial, helpful. Despite their wolfish countenance, they are friendly, and there are anecdotal stories and documented stories of them going out of their way uh, to bring meals to people who aren't able to, to work or support themselves, uh, to contributing generously to uh, public welfare and the public good. Generally, uh behind the scenes like they don't they they're not there for credit or for glory but it's just uh the way that they as a uh as a species tend to operate which is they uh seem as though they thrive on uh the satisfaction of making people feel taken care of and uh 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 comforted in uh trying times uh, so there are some other information. You get sort of like a baseline of what uh, temperature should be like. Uh, from this time period, they don't have very good documentation on like the various blood types or what that should look like. But there is some sort of crude descriptions of like the what the cells would look like in the shape and everything you've seen so far. It matches up and seems to be like he appears to be, as far as you can tell, 100%. Uh, pure blood wolver. And he appears to be pretty healthy and everything? Uh, yeah. I mean, reasonably so. As, as healthy as anyone who had been drugged and in captivity for the past seven days, or six, six and a half days, um, would be. But uh, definitely within the range of what you would consider normal, given that ordeal. Okay. So she's going to like record all this in the notes and add it to the after act, you know, to the report. Um, she's not going to call them because she doesn't want to alert them, like, but he's fine. Uh, so she's going to start doing some research and see what she can find on the Kushan Far. She's like, okay, everything seems fine. She lets Silas know. She's like, hey, your blood work seems normal. Like, you seem normal. Seem- things seem to have cleaned out of your system. So. Whatever's going on with you is out of the realm of my wheelhouse. Okay. More than likely, unless I could get a sample of what they actually injected you with, which... Well... Thank you for checking. <laughs> oh, out of character, I thought somebody had grabbed the empty or the used syringe um, on their way out. Uh, but that's a player <laughs> memory, not a character memory. Um... That sounds familiar that to me. Does sound so, familiar. so if someone wants to uh, have acquired that, I'm fine with that. I might have. That actually might have been. Yeah. Me. I, I okay. think that that did happen. So maybe there's like a residue or something. But that's not an in-character suggestion I can make. 
<laughs> no, I, 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 no, I think that's perfectly reasonable. Um, so you you do have, um, regardless of who picked it up, you do have the syringe um, in there. And so you are able to get like a little bit of sample uh, of this material. Um, it, without even, without even rolling for it, it reads super weird. It is not, um, as far as you can tell, it does not appear to be based off of the blood of anything. It is um, more alchemical than anything else. Uh, so it reacts in specific ways when you start applying it to uh, various materials. Um, but almost in a... I don't want to say not in a... exactly scientific replicatable way it's clear it's clear that this substance falls on the side of alchemy and not chemistry so it behaves in ways that, that indicate that it's kind of magically active uh, without being without being a strictly natural compound uh, but it does not appear to contain uh, the blood of, of anything as far as you can tell uh, it has a very strong concentration and connection to uh, a primal field, uh, which in this case almost certainly was would be Fey based on what you uh, have observed regarding it and the sort of magic that the that the coup was throwing around uh, at you seemed to have that sort of flavor. So that would all seem to make sense. Okay. Uh, so yeah, she's just documenting all this and then, yeah, doing research on the cult itself and seeing if she can find any history of it. Okay. Have you guys, uh, put the report into like file, file, file the report in the computer? Um, are you doing, are are you doing your research from your desk, uh, from your desktop? So what I imagine is happening is Analia handles the entering it into the computer part and make sure it goes into the system. And then also we have like a hard copy that gets filed away just because you want. Yeah, of course. There's a whole bunch of forms that I have been filling out at my desk. I'm like, as you finish them, Analia is like putting them in the computer and inputting Mm -hmm. them and like handling her her science things. Yep. And then okay. when it's all done, it, it goes to what was the the assistant's name? Terry. Yep. Terry's the Terry. Yeah, Terry's the. Which I feel like uh, Analia developed an automated system that's better than Terry. <laughs> Almost certainly. As secretly named Terry two point as, <laughs> as you were getting up to deliver the files to Terry, I'm like, oh, do you need help? Mm, no. Okay. I just wanted to check in. I just wanted to check in. You know, I've been sitting here looking at my phone, so I wanted to make sure everything was okay. Everything is great. You're doing great. Thank you. All right. You you hit send, and it timestamps the the report and puts it in the system. And 20 minutes to the... 20 minutes to the minute after you hit end... Uh, Analia, your desk phone rings. 
She answers it. Uh, hello? It's Dame Helen Mirren. I'm not even going to try. I thought for a moment that I was going to, but I just realized, <laughs> no, that's not happening. So, uh, do, it, everyone... do it, do it, do <laughs> it. Uh, no, because she will find me. And I don't mean <laughs> my character, I mean me. So let's let's not make that happen. Um, you pick up the phone, uh, and she says... I have a flag for the Kushan Far. What happened? Uh, you well, I mean, we took them down, or we took down that base specifically, but we're uh, we just put a file in and everything that happened. But um, Silas got injected with something. He seems okay, but he was doing it to protect protect another someone. Who Isolate was him. Okay. Huh. Isolate him. Isolate him. Did I stutter? No, sorry. Sorry, Dame Helen Mirren. It's been a very long day. <laughs> I will I will get him in uh Put over. him in put put him in put him in the uh, interview room for Okay. Behind Terry's desk there is a book marked tax code. Okay. Behind that book there's a switch. Once he's in the room, flip that switch. I will be home tomorrow. Okay. Uh, thank you, m'lady. <laughs> Click. She's like, I never, like, Analia's never the one who gets the call, so she's like, what do I It's usually, I feel like it's usually Benton or... Uh, or Silas. Uh, yeah, so is gonna go to Benton. Yeah. Like, Come here. What? What's up? Dame Helen Mirren just called me oh. and said that we need to well, we need to quarantine Silas in the interview room. So can you get him in there? I have to go press a switch. Okay. Uh well wait, if we need to quarantine Okay. You know what? I'll just yep. I'll just we'll just deal with it. Okay. So interview four? Yes, interview room four. Got it. No problem. Uh so I go into the break room and I'm like, Silas. Um, is it time to go to karaoke? We're not going to go to karaoke yet. We just got to, we got to put you in another room for right now. What's wrong with this room? Just orders from the top. We want to get you in the interview room. You'll be more comfortable in there. Orders from the top? Yep. Why do they care what room I'm in? I don't know. You know how it is around here. Mm. Phone rings. Dame Helen Mirren says things. We do things. It's how it goes. Did somebody so, log a report on the computer? We always do that, and that's not that's not the problem here. I'm uh, out of character, Nick. I'm, I apologize for this, <laughs> but Silas bolts for the door. Oh no! I love this. This is okay. great. <laughs> uh, I grab Silas. I block the door. Hey, that sounds like that is initiative. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm Don't sorry. Knock you out, Silas. <laughs> Dame Helen Mirren said, "Knock you out." So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to knock you out. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> Don't call All it right. a comeback. Who, who All right. wants? To, who wants to be first? 
I'll be first. Okay, because yeah, I, we all know that Jason likes to go last. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, two of diamonds. Ooh, so there great. is exactly one card that is worse than that. Two of clubs. <laughs> yes. Wow. Not no, the two of clubs. of clubs. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Not the two of clubs. So uh, I think that the way the way this goes down is uh, you're talking and mid sentence as Silas is talking about. But why are we da 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 da? He bolts out of the he like goes from horizontal to vertical in no time mm. and runs past the door. I, Bottle I, I in hand. That's that's what's going on. Yes. Bottle right. to go. Yeah. You don't leave Callahan's old 300. No. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I'm going to try to stop him. But he goes first. Yeah. So uh, are you running flat out? Yes. Okay. Uh, I believe mechanically you both have a move of six. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, please correct me if that's if I'm wrong. I believe so. Hold on. Um, yeah, I don't think I did anything to change my movement. So whatever the normal one is is yeah. Okay. Six. The only thing I have that's different is leaper, um, which uh, could possibly help in this situation. I don't. I have to look it up. I don't remember exactly how it works. Um, I'm looking it up right now. I believe that that affects your run distance. Uh, oh, uh, I, I'm sorry, your your jump distance. Yeah, jump twice as far as listed under movement, and also if I do a wild attack, there's something, but I'm not attacking anyone. Okay, <laughs> so doing a full run means that you would be uh, going uh, that that full six, and then there's also a uh, you'd have a, a a pace die, which is also generally a D6. Do either of you have anything that modifies that? I makes don't. it higher or lower? I don't no. think so. Okay. Um, let me take just a quick review of the chase rules and see if we want to do anything like this or if we're just going to uh, uh, wing it. My pace does say six, so that's okay. normal. All right, pace. Yep. Great. Okay, um, what we're going to do, I think what we're just going to do is a, because I don't want to look up the full chase rules, and uh, I seem to have the feeling that they're not super fun anyway, not not for just the two of you. What I'm going to do is uh, just make this kind of a contest between the two of you, much like the dramatic task that... Uh, Analia did in the previous episode. Sure. Um, what I'm going to do is have the two of you um, make checks on what you're doing. Uh, we're we're going to do two things. One, you're each going to roll a d6 to represent uh, the the sort of the vicissitudes of circumstance, um, mm-hmm. which is things like ooh, my foot kind of got caught on a runner, so I'm a little bit slower than I normally would be uh, running out of the way. Or I, I had to dodge around that potted plant or or somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, Silas, if you get... We'll make this relatively quick. If you get three successes, you're going to reach the front door 
and be out on the street and be able to go. Mm-hmm. Benton, if you get three successes first, you're going to like pull ahead and have an opportunity to grapple or kind of body mm-hmm. block him into a wall or cut off his escape. We'll, we'll it. play it by ear on what's going to happen. I'm also going to give you guys a chance to do things uh, to make tests. Uh, if you want to do something like pull something behind me or throw a wastebasket in his in his uh, path or something like that. These aren't exactly t- uh, attacks, they are, but they'll be a test based off of like agility or athletics or something like that, if that sounds good to you. Sounds fun. So we're cool. rolling 3d6 right now. Uh, no, we're, 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 we're going to do this sort of one at a time. One at a time, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so the first thing is um, Silas has, has gotten past you you're right behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to draw a quick uh, initiative real quick to see who's going to go first each time. Okay. What just was to... the first draw? Was that just to see if I could get past? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. In fact, let's, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, yeah, that, that's all I wanted to see there. Um, so we're going to go oh. Jay. Yeah, okay. Jay, you're on an eight. Eight? Yeah. And Silas is on a nine. Ooh. Oh, so you're just still just a hair faster than uh, what's going on. Okay. Um, You both know the building really well. You know the Mm -hmm. fastest way to get out. You know what the layout is. Jason, is there anything that Silas is doing to discourage pursuit? Um, yeah. Or or is he just fully, you know, focused on on ahead? Well, what I'm trying to think of is: uh, is it okay if we say there's a building? That is uh, like an alley jump across from our roof. Of course, there is. Okay, so my my discouragement is: I think I could take stairs better than Benton can. So I'm actually instead of for the front door, I'm dashing for the the back stairway to like run up that way. Okay, so that sounds to me like you're making some sort of a feint, like you're. Like you jump towards the front door, but mm-hmm. then you take off towards oh, the stairs. Yeah, yeah. So let's make that. Um, let's make that agility for uh, for Silas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you think that Benton would oppose this? Probably um, like is it like an intelligence roll or? I mean, I think it would be more battle in this because it's a oh. little bit more like guessing which way he'd go. Okay, I'm 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 fine with that. I, I think battle would in, would entitle you doing the Batman thing and sort of figuring out yeah. the weaknesses of all of your the weaknesses oh, yeah. and strengths of everyone you know. So yep. yeah, if you want to make that, uh, I think agility versus battle is. Good. I'm I'm spending a Benny, and we're rolling with the wild die too, right? Of course. I'm spending another Benny. Ooh, you haven't even announced what you've rolled yet. Uh. He would, have to, already. he would have to hard crit to, for me to beat him. <laughs> well, it happened last time. Okay. It, it does happen. Now both my sixes are exploding. Oh. Again? Well, I'm going to spend a Benny. Okay. I'm uh, 12 plus f- three. Yeah. That's a 15. Okay. Oh, uh, well, I had a five. I don't want to spend... I spent one Benny. I don't want to spend two Benny. I can't believe I spent two Bennies on that. <laughs> <laughs> Still, it turned a two into a 15, so I'm glad. There you go. 
Okay, so that is uh, the way I'm going to play this. Is that that is going to be um, that's going to be one point in uh, in Silas's favor. So he he kind of tricks Silas or uh, Benton into like he you know takes three steps towards the front door, swivels and runs back down the hallway towards the main stairs mm-hmm. on there. Um, Let's. Uh, I'm going to go to the next round here, and I want to see um, just who who. I guess the way that I'm doing this is whoever is going first gets to call what the uh, challenge is during this round. Does that sound right. fair? Sounds good sure. to me. We'll yeah. Do it like that. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Jay. <laughs> okay, uh, and that's Silas again. Silas has initiative. Okay. Uh. So as we're going, I'm. I know that Benton's right behind me, and I'm shouting at him that, like, it wasn't Dame Helen Merton. They've gotten to the report that they can see it. It's on the computer. I'm not running from Helen Merton. I'm running from the Fae who have hacked the report. That's, like, probably a shorter, like, out-of-breath version of that, but that's the argument I'm trying to make. That's not how any of this works. Okay, so that sounds to me like you're trying to make a uh, persuade. Mm. Yeah. Do you do you, do you think that's fair, or do you like? I, are, it is. So it, I, I guess I guess what it is does Silas believe that? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So if he believes that, then I think that's persuade and not like deception or performance. Yeah, I know it says my delusion is minor, but I've doubled down on this so many times. I think this is just <laughs> a real thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love it. I, it's great. Uh, it's it's a source of constant joy. Um, uh, now, the, Jay, the, the, how, how, how do you think Benton is responding to that? And and uh, and I want to listen to what Jason thinks as well because this is his contest. Well, I've got thin skinned here, and I think this is the kind of thing that like frustrates Benton to no end because it's like. It's like climate change denialism. It's like, no, that's so incredibly not true mm. that I'm. it makes me mad. And I'm a little offended that you think I would fall for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you think that's like uh, spirit as willpower or smarts as, as intelligence? Or do you think something else would apply? Um, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm going to go uh I'm going to go with vigor. Okay. On that one. Because I feel like it's just sort of like a, a life energy like I feel like it's more common sense than either of those things. It's sort of like Well, that's that kind of is is the the spirit realm. Vigor is more oh. like your physical endurance um, All right. and and checking then in spirit which okay. Is, uh, okay. Actually, spirit's pretty good. Um, also, I should ask: Do I? Um, so normally, I get a free reroll with persuasion stuff. Um, does that apply to this? I'm gonna say no. Okay. This, this is more of a test, and you're not. You don't have time to like craft a. Yes, I, I a, agree. I just wanted to make sure that was the case. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna roll persuasion, and I'm rolling vigor. I've got a seven. I've got a twelve. Oof. Okay, so uh, Jason or uh, Silas is all. 
it's the internet, man. It's 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 fairies. <laughs> it wasn't Helen Mirren. I mean, Dame Helen Mirren. It was, you know, and uh, Benton is following up with, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Exactly. Come on. On there. So we're so we're tied one and one. The internet's got you, man. <laughs> okay. Ooh, Queen of Diamonds. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, for come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not uh, cool, I, dude. I, not cool. I swear cool. This, is a, this is not stacked. It has been uh, uh, shuffled several Wait, times. Wait, was that an ace or a joker? It was a joker. Oh, my God. So uh, I, I'm going to say that the joker represents that you have uh, hit hit the stairwell, mm-hmm. slammed the door open, and now um, I'm not going to do the whole... Here's how the bonus is going to work. The bonus is Leaper is now coming into play because mm-hmm. you can take multiple stairs at a time yeah. to just jam up the jam up the stairwell. Goatman's on the climb. Yeah. So do you have an idea of what uh, what this next test is going to be? Um and it could be something just like a simple speed check, you know, or, or something like that. Uh it does let's see, jumping talks about an athletics role. And Leaper's supposed to just double the distance that I'm capable of. So, I mean, my athletics is only a D6, but it seems like the right move. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't think anything else really makes sense. So. Okay, I, I agree. So you're just head down, and you're just leaping up the stairs. Yeah. Um, they've they've Benton. gotten to Benton. It's yeah, I'm irrational <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it's it's that it's that phone. You know, yep. those wireless <laughs> headphones that he sometimes wears listening to music. He's streaming music. You might as well be listening to I'm Faye, the only Faye one who right saw there. this coming. This is frustrating. Oh, uh, Benton, I think that this is also a, an athletics check. Uh, uh, do you agree? Or do you, or, do you, or do you have a uh, countervailing proposal on how you would counteract this? I would love to, since I still only have a D4 in athletics. But no, I don't actually okay. have an argument. Okay. Um, then, uh, athletics checks. Oh, that's an exploding six. Uh, that's an eight. Ro- Am I allowed to get a Benny on a critical fail? Oh. On snake eyes? Yeah. Oh, oh, you, you rolled snake eyes right there? I rolled snake eyes. Um, I've mentally gone back and forth on this several times, and I kind of feel like I want to say no because I feel like there has to be some consequences there but yep. but, but I'll, I'll be honest I will put it to the table and let it be overruled and we will make that the official rule going forward I mean, I'm willing to accept the consequences also because this is too much fun so <laughs> okay I, I personally and it's not just because I'm on the other end of this like I, I had a critical fail at the most amazing time last time I, I like there being a a no take back, um, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's a pretty rare instance where that's going to happen. But I, I kind of like there's there's one like this is it. <laughs> like yep. You can't buy your way out of this one. Yeah, okay. I, I'm down for that, like instance of total failure. OK, so Snake Eyes cannot be re-rolled. Um, snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, if they come up on um on your Benny re-roll, do not have to be kept. 
because oh, you could yeah. with a Benny. If you have spent a Benny, you can keep the best thing that you have. Right, that makes sense. Snake eyes that happen if you have an edge that gives you a reroll have to be kept. Okay, yep. That's yep. that's so a like role that I know. Role would, yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Um, so in this case, I think that um, I I think that the mechanics of that are that I'm the Silas is going to get two uh, two successes there. Which is going to put him at the threshold of three. Ooh. So uh, um, the way that I'm seeing this in my head is he hits the stairwell, slams the door open, kicks the door shut, uh, and it jams. Oh, like I and then he just it a little bit, yeah, yeah. He he just like your hooves are maybe a little bit harder than they were before, and so you knock it in. So it's jammed when you get there, and you throw your shoulder against the door, and you get it open. But by the time you do, you're like. You know, you see the tail end of his coat as he hits the roof. Oh, Jesus. As he hits the roof access. All right. Well, I'm still running after him, so I'm just going to keep going. Okay. Uh, cool. Someone was just uh, giving an update in the chat here, so apologize for the quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, with the changes in the new rules, critical failures are now assumed to be part of the rules. There's no amount of bennies which can get you out. Nope. Sure. So, uh, of so course, that, so every table can house rule that if they want to. Yes. But, uh, of, yeah. of course. Of course. But I think we came to that conclusion on our own organically, mm-hmm. so I'm perfectly happy to obey the rules since they agree with my preconceived uh, <laughs> notions. Um, <laughs> Silas, I don't know if you want to say this to the table, but if you want to send me a message about where you're going and what your plan is, if you have one. Oh. Um, feel, you, you can feel free to announce it if you want, but if you want to keep that secret, like now they're going to have to try and figure out where oh. you are. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't mind saying it because I'm sure I, everyone here can keep the difference between what their character knows and what the player knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hit the roof, I jump to the next building, uh, I'm going to try to you know, take whatever quick uh, zigzags I can to try to throw off pursuit. And then uh, I think in an effort, like he's he's constantly thinking about trying to not do the expected thing or whatever his, like he knows, even him, the internet knows some of his patterns. And so he's going to try to pick a karaoke bar at random because they'll never think to find him there. Okay. And also it's a random one, so... Within several blocks of their building, <laughs> right. So uh, you find the you find the one remaining phone booth uh, in the city and grab the phone book and look up karaoke bars. You rip, you rip the page out. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say that you rip the page out. Uh, so there's a chunk missing for where the K's were. There's probably a couple of chunks missing from this phone book from other places that <laughs> Silas has gone. Um, in any case. Karaoke is is missing from the from the yellow pages, and you use some method to determine a random one of these bars locally that you're headed towards. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I would like both of you to go ahead and please take a Benny for that scene. Okay. I thought that was a lot of fun, and you yes. are all you're both on the same side right now, even if you don't know yeah. it. So that Joker is going to hit both. I'm, I'm sorry oh, to be a problem. Both of us or all of us? Uh, I think just I think just the two of them. Uh, in regards to that, because I think that you were still, you were you were waiting by the front desk. You know what? 
that's a really bad... I feel bad, because they probably ran right past you, and you should have done something. Did they run right past us? I thought they were running in the back. Well, like, started to come towards you, and then juked around to the side, and I didn't give you a chance to do anything. Um, I'm going to give... uh, I'm going to give everyone a Benny, because that's the only easy way that I have to make up for being a bad GM here. So I mean, every... okay. I had to jump <laughs> for a second. So it's I mean, absolutely believable that Zoe missed all of it because she was oh, yeah. looking at her phone. So <laughs> Yeah, I assume Zoe was on her phone and Analia was like hunched behind Terry's desk. That's what waiting I'm talking for about. To, waiting for me to, to find say the one something. binder. Yeah. Analia <laughs> like, was looking for the tax code to see if the switch really existed. Exactly. Just waiting for when when's the sign and nope. Just I've been running around the office and then out the back door. Like I can I can see the the TV scene where like just Zoe on her phone occasionally <laughs> she looks up over at Amelia and like in the background there's this, <laughs> <laughs> this frantic in the extreme back background yeah <laughs> okay like uh, music was playing the entire exactly. <laughs> yeah she's Kitty ironically watching oh look at these ducks <laughs> and this music <sighs> um. All right, so take one if you think you deserve it. Don't take one if you don't. I trust you all. Your your uh, your great players are great people. Um, Benton, you're at the you're at the door, and and he's gone. And Aaliyah, you just saw Silas run out like a bat out of hell. Benton was after him. Something happened. You heard a door slam. Uh, uh, Zoe, there's they they keep making noise when you're just trying to watch this video. It's really irritating. <laughs> Uh, Analia's gonna run up to Benton like, what happened? I went to I went to go get him into interrogation room four and he just bolted. He heard the word computer and just you know him. He just flipped out, bolted. I tried to stop him. He kicked the door so hard it jammed and I'm pretty sure he went up to the roof and he is gone. Okay. Uh, did did the switch exist? Uh, yes. Okay. So so um, the binder that's labeled tax code is basically an, an empty shell that is weighted. So if you were to like tap it or or move it, it would feel like it was full of papers. But once you pull it back, you realize that that is just like a facade that goes over the top, and there's nothing inside of it. Um, but underneath, there's, so there's like a little a little cutout and lift. There is a little red uh, switch that says four on it. Okay, well, the switch exists, so unless Dame Helen Mirren is secretly some evil fae out to get Silas, pretty Possible. sure he is just... Uh, all right, well... Wait, she, so what oh, did she say? Hey, who's an evil fae? Is it my dad? No, no, not your dad. No. Okay. Not your dad, not this time. Not no no evil fate. Um do you, do you guys want to see this goat who thinks he's people? It's so cute. Is it Silas? No, it's an actual goat, not a goat man. See he's got a little, he's got his little beard, he's wearing a fireman outfit. Oh okay. is like it is really it, it is really cute, but uh, so uh, Dave yeah. called and she said she has a flag on the Kushan Far, 
and to isolate Silas in interview room four and then to press the switch under the desk that says tax on behind the book that says tax code. Okay. Did she say anything else about the Kushan four and why we needed to isolate him? You said that all this test came up clear, right? Yeah, they came up clear for me, but I mean at the end of the day, like all I could tell about the chemical compound was that it was an alchemical compound. Oh boy. Okay. It wasn't blood based either. And I don't I honest so okay, let's think about this. Let's think about Silas. Alright. Let's try to figure out where Silas would go. Well so, You wouldn't go home because that's too obvious. He'd go somewhere where there's not uh, there not gonna be a lot of phones, maybe? He would go somewhere. Hmm. I wanna roll to see if I would know where Silas <laughs> would go. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to metagame too hard that I think he would go somewhere fun, but I do kind of think we would know he might try to go somewhere fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not a secret that he literally feeds on, like, emotional True. feedback. So that's yeah. um, not a stretch at all. <laughs> uh, well, he might, honestly... You were all. We were also just talking about karaoke. I'm trying not to go there. Uh he would probably go somewhere with a lot of people. So tons of phones would be around. Alright, I mean, listen, he does like to drink, so let's look for bars. I can, he, might, he might run to a bar. She gets on her computer and she's like, looks up every bar in the area. Let's I pick the, let's start with the nearest one. But yeah, let's try to keep it within like a five mile radius. He's walking, so he can't go very yeah. far. He's sleepy, Maybe. but yeah, he's not going to go far because he's also probably sobering up a little bit yeah do you think maybe like a two mile radius yeah so let's try that let's start there (laughs) okay uh i am going to say that there are oh also oh i've I've snapped my flip phone and put the pieces in two different trash cans <laughs> right okay because they're tracking both sides yep only has never once put a tracker on your phone because it's too old <laughs> he doesn't know that oh, um, boy. he's trying to tell him that he just doesn't listen no. <laughs> he's operating from a place of ignorance unfortunately <laughs> i'm going to say that there are Eight karaoke bars that meet your uh, requirements within within the range, Silas. I want you to give me a number. Oh, just pick one. Yeah, pick a number between one and eight, inclusive, mm-hmm. and tell me, but don't t- but don't say it on the. Okay, I'll do Zoom don't, chat. Yeah, don't say it to anybody. Else. Oh, almost send it to Jay instead. <laughs> <laughs> Please send it to Jay. Okay, great. I have the number. Um, so the who uh, because I stepped away for a moment. I didn't. I didn't hear. Uh, you guys had a discussion and decided that you were going to go and try and hit bars looking for him. Uh, she's pulling up the closest bars, like walking distance on a computer, to see to kind of start narrowing down which ones would be most likely, based on our knowledge of our friend. 
Oh, you could definitely rule out sports bars. He doesn't go to sports bars. No. That's a thing. No sports bars. But also what's closest, because figuring he's running, he doesn't want to sober up. So... Right, he had he was a little bit of a rough shape. Uh, yep. Had a a, a yep. thing on there. And you okay. are home, so we know that you would go to probably somewhere fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So again, I'm going to narrow this down to about uh, eight bars. You think are going to fit the criteria, which may or may not be the same eight bars that uh, Silas has uh, in there. Um. And they range anywhere from being uh, half a block from from the headquarters, which is like the place where you guys, you know, often will go for a drink after work uh, or anything like that, uh, to a couple of places that are four or five miles away, but within range of, of him to be able to run to. Uh, so of those... Where where do you think is the the best place to go? Um, and if you want, you could just roll a d8 and go to that bar. <laughs> you want to do a roll about it, Blythe? I'm I'm afraid to roll on it. Uh, I'm trying to decide if we should try and each take a different bar. Oh, that's a good idea. And then call if we see him, but. Don't alert him to your presence until we show up, kind of thing. I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah, we'll just split them up. So we should each. So maybe let's each roll a d8. Yeah. And then whatever number of the eight bars, that's the one we're going to. Yeah. I got six. I got seven. Uh, Emily, you're you're muted. I got two. Oh. Okay. So Emily's going to the uh, Zoe's going to the second bar on the list. I'm going to the seventh, uh, and uh, Benton's going to the seventh, and Analia's going to the. You said you got the sixth. Yeah. The sixth. Um, Nick, can I do a thing before they commence their, or just like while this is happening? Absolutely, because I, you know, I'm sure that they're, this this takes some time while they are talking and figuring out what's what. Um, my um, now, it's also okay to say no to this. I don't have a problem with that. But I was imagining we have like an emergency Dame Helen Mirren number, um, but maybe that's not the case. Or, or just like um, an emergency, like oh, I've I've been arrested and I need the Pembroke to get me out. You know, that's like an emergency hardline number that that we know. I think that you have, uh, we'll say you have a number that goes to uh, Dame Helen Mirren's personal assistant. Okay. Who who acts as sort of a gatekeeper on whether this is a true emergency, in which case mm-hmm. uh, they will 100% get her on the line. Okay. Uh, and if not, they will uh, try and help as best they can, tell you to get lost. And oh, sure. Like and, they could post bail or whatever. Like they, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. Um, so what I want to do is go in the bar, and if they don't have a payphone in the back, just try to get the bar phone. If I like, just ask the barkeeper because I'm good at asking for things. Um, you also don't. Have a phone, so it's ha- 
have you been to this bar before ever? Or was this just a uh, random bar that you knew was in the area? I'm going to say random because he specifically would try to go to one he hasn't been to before, but it's possible he's been here and forgotten. <laughs> okay. But he thinks he's never been here before. Okay. Um, let me ask you, and I'm going to go back to, to everyone else here in just a moment. Uh, mm-hmm. But let me ask you, Jason, what? Tell me something about this bar. Mm. We know it's not. We know it's not a sports bar. Um, when, when you walk in, what is the vibe? Um, it's a vibe of like an open mic thing, but it's, well, what, what time of day was it? Um, well, this is still the same day that you guys got Willem. So, uh, I'm just going to arbitrarily say it's eight o'clock approximately PM. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, then it's the vibe of the, the like open mic bar, he was hoping it was a karaoke bar, but tonight's not karaoke, it's open mic. And the first people are going up, like the people reading poetry. Um, and so there's the, like, I think he comes in in a rush and somebody finishes and there's like four people clapping. <laughs> um, and he's, this, this is fine. Uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, open mic, um, kind of hipstery, um, really expensive beers on tap. Um, okay. Yeah. That kind so of it's it, it's basically like a it's like a '90s coffee house, but the is a bar. Yes. Yeah. '90s coffee house was converted into a hipster craft brew bar. Okay. So it's it's like mismatched chairs and found furniture mm-hmm. and that sort of that sort of like yeah. Look there at us is work. one like velvet purple couch in the back. You know with a too small table. Like you could sit four people on there and the table cannot hold four people's drinks. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Okay. So, uh, you're there and, um, why don't you go ahead and give me a roll to, uh, get on the phone. A persuasion. Uh, and, and, ma- and make that call. Yeah. And may I have my re-roll on this? Uh, yeah, for this one. Sure. Okay. I catch my breath and try to say, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you that you're you're going to be looking at a target of six because they don't really want to have anyone yeah. using the phone. This is like it's it's a hard sell. Well, I got a, for someone who's not a, a a regular. My my best role was a seven. Oh great! Um, okay. And I'm I'm just going up to him like I'm so sorry. I dropped my phone in a puddle and then it was run over, and I just. It's completely gone, and I I just need to call my friend, please. Uh, is your friend gonna meet here for a drink? Yes, and I will well, buy at least two while I'm waiting. All right, why don't you order a couple of drinks, and we'll uh, mm-hmm. and the uh, slides the phone over, and we'll we'll get back to that call mm-hmm. uh, in just a moment or two. Um. Jay, you rolled a, uh, a seven. You rolled a seven on the die. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you uh, you are headed over towards uh, the bar uh, Seven Stars. Mm-hmm. 
and um, tell me something interesting about Seven Stars. Uh, Seven Stars is a goth-themed bar. Okay. So it's all very dark velvet, red lighting, columns, swaths of, you know, sheer fabric or whatever, whatever, you know. Okay, and it's it's uh it's a golf bar, seven days a week. Oh yeah. Okay, so it it is tripled down on this. Yes. Or that's... septupled down on this theme. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you walk into you walk into Seven Stars, and they are. Uh, it's eight o'clock, so the crowd is still the crowd. I say. Uh, with air quotes, is mostly just like uh, it looks like some couples, some friends. There's uh, people smoking clothes outside of the outside of the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is still canned, right. uh, so it's just like playing playing over the speakers, and it is just uh, straight out of someone's uh, Sisters of Mercy um, Spotify <laughs> playlist. Rock on, rock on, on there. Um, and so it's, it's just, it's just droning. Like you can tell that the scene hasn't really started yet. Eight o'clock mm-hmm. is pretty damn early for goths to be getting into, uh, into it. They're, uh, probably lacing corsets and getting their mascara on and, mm-hmm. uh, figuring out which obscure absinthe they're going to order, uh, when they get there, uh, in two hours. Um, anyone listening i'm poking fun at myself here as well I'm not just uh I, i'm not picking i'm not i'm not punching down i'm punching across punching in around yes <laughs> well, fuck me i won't do what i tell me <laughs> uh so so yeah um it's Still, like it's relatively quiet, even though the the music is is coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a uh, like so so as so as you approach, there's, there's a uh, there's a couple of people who are outside um, smoking club cigarettes, and they look like they're kind of in um, uh, what a friend of mine would call uh, corporate goth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, so it's like black black suits, red tie, that that sort of vibe. Not not like the full uh, everything. Um, Got it. Uh, but the place looks kind of empty. Like there isn't a lot going on here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, as you said, dark and there's wispy things hanging. So it's entirely possible that Silas could be hiding back here. Um, I make a beeline for either. I make a beeline for the bar. Okay. Uh, and I take out my phone, and I assume I have some sort of picture of Silas on my phone, like some group picture or whatever. And I, I go to the bartender, and I'm like, hey, have you seen this guy? I'm looking for this guy. Okay. Uh, the bartender turns around, and uh, he's, got, he's got some, uh, some piercings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, definitely is um, wearing some poorly applied uh, eyeliner. Um. <laughs> anyway, sorry, memories. Um, <laughs> he turns out he goes, uh, "Hey, you, you here for you? Uh, you, 
sorry. Bars are from the before time, so I'm having trouble conjuring them into my into how <laughs> responds to you when you walk in. You, um, you can buy a drink at a bar. Um, yeah. Just, oh, wait, what? Yeah, yep. you hand over money, and then you say, I would like a drink, but I don't remember what kind of drinks they serve. <laughs> um, probably something exotic. Uh, yes. <laughs> like a Bud Light. Um, yeah, so, uh, so what's... First of all, how is uh, how's Benton dressed? Like, I mean, like, my my standard, you know, long trench coat, vest. So actually, not bad for this place at all. Not bad. No, honestly. I blended a little bit with my like undead guy from the eighteen twenties look. Yeah, actually, that I have actually, this is, cultivated. this is the best possible. <laughs> so he turns around and he goes, "Hey, yeah, hey." Um, just trying to find my friend. I'm hoping he came in here tonight. Have you seen this guy? Uh, he glances he would have ordered down, a lot of alcohol. He glances down at the picture and goes, um, "No, I haven't seen him." But you know, if you're if you're looking for if you're looking for somebody, there's going to be a lot of people here tonight. If you want to have a seat, uh, nope, nope. I should probably keep looking, but maybe I'll be back because if I don't find him, I'll just cycle back around here. Okay. All right. Um, cool. I I like the look. You know, you really nailed this. Yeah. Thank you. That's just how I look. And he goes, you know, if if you wanna if you wanna hang out here for your friend to show up, um, I'm not sure where he is. So I just, I, it's important that I find him. Thank you. Appreciate you. You're doing great. I gotta go. No skin. Uh, come on back if you want to. Uh, if you want to have a good time tonight. Uh, I just might. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, and, and he lets you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, Blythe, you rolled a an eight. <laughs> I was Is that just... correct? Or a six? You rolled a six. I'm just doing the most of my eyebrows right now. <laughs> you really okay. are. Okay. Uh, this bar is named... Um, this bar's named Ursa Major. Oh, okay. This is the hipster bar in town. <laughs> this is where all the coffee shop hipsters... The other hipster bar. Are. Yeah. Uh, is, this, is this, perchance, a, a bear bar? Um, I think it is now. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that, but yes, it is 100% a bear bar. I just went with the first name that popped into my head, so there we go. Everyone here is looking for their bears, but they're also all super hipster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Handlebar mustaches. Yeah, hipster bears all the yeah. way Lots down. Of plaid. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's it's not a place that Analia goes to often because it's not for her. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so you walk up and there are there are clearly uh, there are clearly couples. Um, you know, you've got you've got you've got guys dancing together. You've got them holding hands. Uh, there there are a couple women at the bar uh, who also look like they might be a couple. Um, and it actually is. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's uh, you know there's some music playing. And it looks like a pretty comfortable, chill place. 
if you're into this if you're into this particular aesthetic. Yeah. And Analia has probably been because uh, she's queer, so she's probably been out with some of her gay friends, but this isn't a place she frequents. Okay. So so I would say you have you have a passing familiarity with uh with Ursa Major. Um it's not like you said, it's not a place that you spend a lot of time, but you're not walking completely blind. Uh, you have like the I recognize you as I've seen you before, not but not I recognize you, I know what your name is. Yeah. So she goes up to the bartender that she's like seen before. She's like, Oh, hey, you've been on shift when I've been here. And she's like, uh Hey, um, a friend of mine I'm looking for a friend of mine and he may have come through here and she pulls up a picture like on her phone and is like, Have you seen him? I'm just Oh, the the cute guy, yeah. The cute guy? Yeah. Is he here? I haven't seen him in I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. I mean I don't I, know if he's gay, so I don't know if I can help you there. <laughs> no, wait, oh, no, he is as pan as they get. <laughs> That's right. She's like, Well, I know he's into you know what, I might be able to set you up if you help me find him. Oh, I, I, if, if, uh, if I knew, if I had seen him, I'd, I'd certainly let you know. He comes in, uh, he comes in every once in a while, likes to get, uh, likes to get the crowd up and, and singing, uh, you know, having, having a good time. Um, and then sometimes leaves with people, sometimes doesn't. That does sound like him. Um, well, uh, can I give you my number and just, if you do see him, you can give me a call. Yeah, what's what's his name? Uh, it's Silas, and she like writes down on a piece of paper of like, on a, she writes her name, Analia, writes her number, and then writes Silas, and then writes, "cute guy can try to set up if find," and like hands. Okay. Oh. Great. Yeah. If, if you uh, if you see him, let him know. Uh, my name's Bill. Nice to meet you, Bill. And uh, tell tell him we miss him. We'd love to see we'd love to see him in the in the in the bar sometime. Yeah, we totally will. And she like grabs a couple dollars out of her wallet and like tips. And she's like, "I know I didn't buy anything, but for your time." And then she like leaves. Uh, you know, he he thanks you, and uh, you see him you see him tack it up. They are like behind the register. There's like a little cork board. Tack it up uh, so he knows to keep a lookout there. Okay. And then she just decides she calls Benton and says she doesn't find she didn't find Silas or she texts Benton she's like didn't find going to head to different bar and I text back same okay uh so Zoe you rolled a two I did roll a two okay uh the bar that you find yourself at is um. Uh, it, it's called the, the Hopeless Wanderer. Okay. And, uh, you walk in and there is, um, it's like, uh, upcycled furniture and it's kind of a, a hipster place. It's got like, a it's got like a nineties coffee shop vibe, but they've got an open mic going on. Okay. Um, and, uh, it looks like there is someone else who's just gone up and they're doing a, you're not sure if it's a parody of like a beat, uh, poet because they seem to have these sort of 
random stops and starts. It's like Bill Shatner uh, <laughs> doing doing beat poetry. So there's a lot of really weird changes. Uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, like uh, how do you know about? if the bagpipes are in tune? <laughs> is it ironic beat poetry or legit beat poetry? Yeah, but it, it's clearly being performed by someone who is way too young to have been, uh, you know, even even raised by someone who was telling them stories about uh, being a beat poet in the fifties or anything like that. Um, so, so, so you're not quite sure. But uh, looking around, there are a bunch of people. Um, it actually seems to be fairly popular, although. Most of them seem to be having sort of like low-key whispered conversations with each other rather than paying attention to this uh, truly bad poet. Um, I think that uh, I think that I need you to make a notice check for me. Uh, I mean, if silence is going to be anywhere, it's where there's an open mic. Well, it's it's possible that it, could we rewind to the, my phone conversation because that outcome could affect uh, what happens. Actually, that's that is a very that is very fair. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so so hold hold that roll. It might be something else. Um. You hear the the uh, imperious and androgynous voice. Uh, that you have uh, called before, um, they they pick up the phone and say, "This is Shell. Speak." The Fae have imper- impersonated Dame Helen Mirren to trap me, to to imprison me in a secret room at the office, and I need to contact Dame Helen Mirren to confirm. Where where are you, Silas? I I can't disclose that until I hear from her. I I see. Um, there are operatives looking for you. Yes, because the impersonator has convinced them. Okay. Dame Helen is currently on a plane back to Covenant. So when did when did someone speak with her? Mm, about eight minutes ago. Um, okay. Let me rewind because she is not yet on a plane. Okay. <laughs> Headed back to Covenant. Yeah, well, I mean, she could uh, I, I, I have a phone call on an airplane. That's <laughs> right. Um, or I don't know, maybe twenty minutes, right? Like, what? I don't know what the like right amount of time for this is. Right, right, right. <clears throat> um, Dame Helen is is uh, Dame Helen is currently on her way to the airport to fly home to Covenant. Her. She would she would greatly request if you would uh, wait for her arrival. I can confirm. She asked for me to be trapped in the building? She needs to speak with you as soon as possible in a face-to-face environment. And perhaps there was a misunderstanding.
Silas, are are you still with me? Do you know the middle name that I gave myself when I left the Fey? <sighs> Chandler. Damn it. Is that real? Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that was okay. I just went with a noir detective. I yeah. thought that was right in the... Sure. Yeah, I was open to whatever. Rather. Yeah. The Raymond Chandler. Um, anyway. <laughs> That's like the one thing the Faye wouldn't know about him. He's never put anywhere, but on his paperwork at Pembroke. Oh so that something God. we would all know. Probably, yeah. 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 It's in his all record. Right. So, having received that phone call, what is Silas doing then? Sitting at the bar waiting for someone to show up. <laughs> All right. Ha- having those drinks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no waving when she comes in. <laughs> okay, no. Zoe. No, no, no notice roll required. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you walk into uh, the Hopeless Wanderer, and there is Silas uh, at the edge of the bar. That was easy. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a drink? Zoe, Zoe Browning cracks the case again. <laughs> you found me right away. How did you do that? Um, Oberon. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I just uh, am really good at this. I'm really good at being a detective. I believe that. I just need to convey how dangerous Oberon is and is not your friend. He's my dad. I know. I mean, a dad should not, a dad, you're right. A dad should not be his kid's friends. He should be their dad. But like, you know, he's not along. He's not a good person. Um, no, I just was like, okay, open mic, open mic, open mic, find an open mic because Silas will probably be there performing an acoustic cover of Mambo number five. And here you are. Yeah. It's, um, I'm still down. I'm down on the sheet a little bit. My name is on the sheet, by the way, Nick, I put it on there when I came in. Sure. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I picture, I picture Silas had the phone crooked in his uh, shoulder and then yeah. like grabbed the clipboard. That yeah. Was having a like life or death conversation of like, <laughs> I believe my life is in danger. Can you let Dame Helen Mir know? Like, here, here you go. <laughs> well, what, um, what, what, uh, what pop hit are you going to perform an acoustic cover of on, on guitar? Um, mm, mm. I don't know. I need a good, like, um, I don't know, like hipster anthems. What, what, what are my options? Does anyone know hipster music? I mean, it's always, it's always going to be something that's like ironic. Just yeah. like, you know, oh, so like, oh, sure. Yeah. So. Um, oh, like, a, let's do like a, um, acoustic Marilyn Manson cover sure. um sure maybe the beautiful uh, people that's exactly what i was thinking yeah. <laughs> um zoe of course thinks that song is about her um and silas thinks it's about him <laughs> uh yeah so listen um we need to oh, are, are you guys going oh, up as a duet oh boy that's a good idea yeah I Think agree. of all the people oh, who would boy. like worship me, and then I could get all that energy. It would be so good. Are you gonna text us that he's there? Um. Yeah, but after we sing, yeah, like you get texts from like you're getting texts from Analia that's like, "Hey, Zoe, did you find him? Like, is he okay? Like, where are you? What's going on? Like, you're getting all these 
And I'm going to send back, hey, you want to see me perform The Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson with a special guest? Annalia, I think Annalia knows, would have enough knowledge to know who the special guest is Silas, right? I hope so. Can <laughs> I roll a common knowledge roll? Uh, I, I think I think he can read the uh, the uh, innuendo there. Then there's the, like there's like the dot 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 from from someone typing a lot, and so he says the special guest is Silas. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> a response like oh, that sounds fun. Glad you both are okay. We'll come see you sing, and then text Benton to come. I. Uh, honestly, Cool. Um you have a group message with all of us and a group message without Silas. <laughs> yes, most definitely. <laughs> uh okay. Um so yeah, I think that you guys uh perform a great rendition of uh beautiful people. On, on guitar. What, what, one of you convinces someone to loan you a, a guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you you bang that out, and it's really good, and everyone is totally into it, and you can feel their admiration uh, and their enjoyment of, the, uh, of this. And so I think that for both of you, that is... Uh, feels really good. Like, Silas, you're not feeling hungover uh, anymore. Like you're you're getting what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, bartender offers you three hundred dollars for your half bottle of uh, Callahan's Old Three Hundred. That is the craft man. Uh, look, I was gonna I was gonna get pretty pissed off that you came in here and we're drinking out of that without a corking fee or anything, but. Uh, I tell you what, if you sell me the rest of that bottle, uh, well, forget all about it. And uh, as long as I still have some, uh, you know, I'll share it with you when you come in. I can't. I, I've only seen one. I've only seen one once before, and it was up for auction outside of my range. You've had about half. You know, you've kind of been uh, in there, so I think three hundred is uh, is fair. For context. Um... I'm, I'm just imagining. But also, I have to apologize. I was thinking, like, okay, I gotta let's. I'm, I'm going to make sure I don't make this episode all about me, and then I failed at that role. So, <laughs> um, but uh, I think also Silas has a pretty tenuous relationship with like monetary values. Um, I, again, stemming back to the like uh, satyrs right. don't start the game with the common knowledge. I they like. Mm-hmm have to buy it up from zero and I did not. Um, so like if he had been offered $40, he probably would have. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like he wants things and then is also happy to give it to someone else. It's like, I got it. Okay. I accomplished the thing that I wanted and now I can give it to someone else. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I'll sell it to him for 300 bucks. Okay. Uh, Zoe, you are also feeling really good from this performance. Like, this is... It has been... um, It's been a tense couple of days, and uh, a room full of people who are 
who uh, were paying attention to you and giving you uh, not exactly devotion, but like admiration at this performance. Like it, it feels good. Like this, a it, like a contact high. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like that. So I, I think you're kind of basking in that uh, going on. Um, and then uh, I think that uh, Ben and Analia show up, unless you have, unless you two have anything else you want to do in the scene. No, we. Sh- I mean, I showed up and listened to the song. I feel like. We oh got right, right, right. I caught right. the tail end of it. Uh, okay. And Analia goes up to Zoe and is like, "Hey, you, you did a really great job." Thank also, you. Thank I'm you a fighting. very good detective. I know. <laughs> yes, you are. You yep. are very good. <laughs> and she turns to Silas, and she's just like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> I don't want to be locked in a room by the Fae. I don't want that either. But you're also not okay right now. And I need him. <laughs> She's very upset at you. <laughs> she kind of does like, like Analia doesn't get angry very often. She just kind of like stomps her foot a little bit, and it's like, <laughs> I need to go back, and I need to run more tests because Dame Helen Mirren sound really concerned about you, and I am too. Despite the fact that it seemed like everything was fine, I don't know enough about what you were injected with to know you are fine. So we're going back, okay? Okay. I'm sorry. Good. I... And then kind of like, I'm sorry I yelled at you. It... Sometimes it's hard to mesh uh, what I think is real and what is. And um, I think I got confused. I mean, she's kind of like, I understand, and I know it's confusing and scary right now, but we need to make sure you're okay. And if if they are coming after you, we'll all help you. You know that. You can trust us. Yeah, I do know that. Thank you for saying it. I'm not going to let them come take you. Yeah, I believe you. Now, can we all go back to the office? That was a very beautiful rendition of Beautiful People. You should probably sell a cover of that. That was better than Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Is Benton okay? I'm fine, just annoyed. Everything Analia said, and then some. Next time I might let the fake catch you. But come on, let's go. That's a lie. It's a lie, but you know, it was annoying. <laughs> um, Benson, do you have something to say about who's a good detective? You're a very good detective, Zoe. Thank you. The uh, sh- she found me in the first place she looked. That's we, we yes, she figured out this was the place to go. So yes. Mm-hmm. Unless they have great wine. Have you guys tried wine? It's really good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get a roadie and let's go. Okay. Uh cool. So I think you make your way back to Pembroke. 
Um, and uh, once there, what's what's the plan? Um, Annalie is going to ask him to go into interview room four, but she won't press the switch. I'll only press the switch if something goes yep. wrong. I don't know what. It oh, does. I've. I, I misheard. I thought I thought you said I won't press the issue, not I won't press the switch. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. She just says, like, can you go in the room that M- M- Mirren asked you to be in, but I won't press that switch unless something goes wrong. Because I assume it goes on to, like, mega lockdown. But she's trusting Silas to stay in there until Dame Helen Mirren arrives. And she's going to bring him some whiskey. Because she has a bottle stored away. It's not as fancy as his, but she keeps alcohol on hand because everyone, because he, you know, Zoe and Silas need it. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to need alcohol. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Uh, and Silas is okay with that? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um,. I think the rest of the night passes uneventfully, well, unless anyone has more I just business. want to know what's in the room or if anything happens when... Oh, no, you said not push the switch. No, she's, she's trusting you to stay in there and only mm-hmm. going to... Pre- she's basically going to keep an eye on you, and then if you decide to try something, she's going to press it. Mm. Um, so what's it like in there? Uh, it looks like... It looks exactly like um, conference rooms one, two, and three. <laughs> okay. Like uh, from the inside, you don't know why she specified this one. Okay. It looks, it, you know, it's got like a uh, reasonably nice sort of conference room table, some comfy but not too comfy chairs. Uh, there's a ficus in one corner. Oh, um, well, now hold on. With the ficus, I want to roll detect. Uh, the arcane, just in case. In, okay. I mean, on the whole room, not just the ficus, but that's suspicious. That ficus set you point. off. <laughs> I'm, I'm no noob. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a six on um, detect the arcane. Uh, you do not detect the arcane. Okay. Um, it's a mundane fact, room. In fact, this... Have you ever walked into a recording studio? Yes. Is it how this that, is, like... This is mo- the magical equivalent of that. Yeah, when, okay. when you start looking for it, you realize, you suddenly notice the absence of uh, a- any feeling like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right, so it's like a warded room is a guess. I'm, that's, I'm just going to make that assumption, and then that's fine if I'm wrong. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you feel the poking, something poking you in in your chest, like from your pocket? Oh, yeah. Uh, it is the sprig of uh, Little Jack Horner. Mm. It's drooping. Oh, get it out. Is it... Like, did that happen when I came in the room? Have you looked at it since uh, Zoe asked about it six hours ago? Probably not. Um, so, yeah, I'll just call for Zoe to come get 
this. I don't think it should be in here with me. Zoe. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. I need to plant that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And don't forget when you water it to mix uh, sugar and whiskey uh, okay. in with the water. Okay. I'll do that. Um, do I have to like say like like any magic words? Do I have to be like arise unicorn or something like that? Couldn't hurt. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that. Um, listen, uh, I don't know if you caught all this, but as my you know, distant uncle, um, I thought like it would be cool to just like keep you informed on what's up with me, what the haps are. Um, and uh, yeah, I uh, I asked Analia out and I don't know this feels like really different i don't want to suck her brain and like yeah that's where your phone rings oh my phone rang hey hold on hey 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 hey, babe hey where you been you're supposed to come pick me up from rugby oh i mean i i don't like being away from you for so long i i've been i've been just waiting here i know you wouldn't forget about me babe David, you were supposed to get a ride. We talked about this. No, you, just you, you, you said you were going to come back for me. You said that you said that you said that I was important to you and that you loved me and that you'd be back. You are important to me and I do love you and I will be back. Anyway, um, I'll Bye. be right there. Bye. <laughs> um, uh, you hear him sort of like sputter you know, some, some things as you cut the connection. So you think it's a good thing I don't want to suck her brain? I I was saying it's something you want to limit, um, especially around humans, because it could injure them. Right, but she's not human. Like, Well, that also introduces a whole layer of complication. Uh, why, why did you ask her? I thought you were dating Chad? David. David um, is what I said. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying some things, you know, I'm in college, I'm, um, you know, I'm just figuring out who I am. It's just how it is, you know. Oh, okay, so you're not exclusively with David. With with David? I mean, he thinks we are, and I guess that I probably thought we were too, but he just always wants to do what I want to do, and I think that that is kind of boring sometimes. Okay, I can see we're not... We're missing each other on this point, but that's that's okay. Um, Do you have any advice? I yes, I think you should not date or live with humans. But I was raised by humans. I've always been around humans, and I'm, and as you're getting older, your power is becoming more pronounced, and they're going to keep being swayed to your way of thinking, which is nice at first until you've essentially scooped out their free will. Humans do like me a lot. I mean, and I've always known that. Have I told you about the seventh grade science fair? No, only the ninth and 11th grade ones. I won those two. I won a lot of science fairs. What happened to the even years? Did those not... (laughs) Oh yeah, I sat out, I sat those out that year. You know, oh. I didn't want to dominate the competition. You know, that's um, smart. Um, that's, yeah, yeah, it's a good strategy. Yeah, those were the years. Those were the years I focused on the spelling bee. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Okay. So he said, you know, I would say the spelling is flexible. The judge would say, yes, I see what you mean. And uh, we'd go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I got to get back to David, um, my my little jack-o'-lantern boy. Uh, and uh, You should probably plant that and leave it here at the office. Yeah. So unicorn arise, that was the thing I was supposed to say. That's a good start. I mean, it should do what you tell it to do because you're you. Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right. I'm going to go plant that. Then I'm going to go talk to David and I guess... Boys don't like it when I break up with them. It goes poorly. Yeah, I bet nobody likes it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll see you in the morning. I hope so. Uh, on her way out, um, Zoe gets like a little, one of those little like, uh, there's, uh, yeah, Terry has like a little um, cactus or something on his desk. Just dump it so out. Yeah, Zoe just dumps it out. <laughs> <laughs> and puts the little the little uh, sprig of whatever in it and pour some water and some sugar and some whiskey over it and says arise unicorn and do my bidding hey I was that's alright Mr. Prickly we'll find you another another home <laughs> see you in the morning Terry see you in the morning little Jack Horner say goodnight to Mr. Go. Prickly I gotta go break up with my boyfriend <laughs> Analia's hanging out in the security area, like checking the cameras to make sure Silas is still in there, and writing a letter to Benton so he gets mail. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. Oh. Uh, you guys had so many great moments as we were close coming to the close of this uh, evening that I wanted to give Benny's to, uh, but they would not have been useful. So I uh, Please remind me if I forget, but next week I want everyone to start with an extra Benny uh, because you have been delightful, and I don't want to uh, waste the reward that I can give you on uh, a time when you're not going to be making rolls here. Um, do So I have, uh, I have a scene. I have something that needs to happen, but it's going to be the next day when uh, Dame Helen Mirren arrives. And I think we've got enough time tonight to take care of that, or we can do it first thing next session and call it a wrap here. How do people feel? I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good to go. Okay. Uh, Great. So does anyone have any other business they want to take care of before um, about three o'clock the next day? I mean, Anneli is going to come check in on Silas and like give him some food and stuff. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I assume you guys are having some sort of conversation through the intercom, and yeah, I just was, was uh, standing watch all night. Okay. Um, I want to remind Benton, or, or rather Jay, that Benton does not. Benton has been injured, and that's is right. I've got a heal difficulty. Of... Yep. And oh. so I don't want that to pass until the next session, because I'll remember if yeah, we get into I, some for combat or something. How do I clear my wounds here? So what what we had, uh, Jason, oh, we'll right. get you in just one second. What we had for you is that as part of being a revenant, 
you had to rest in your grave sword. Graves, yep. So yeah. So I do a little little guard duty and then I go and bury myself back in my grave well, to rest. Just wanted to check, is that is he like a construct in the way that my heal spell wouldn't work? Correct. Okay. Got it. That's all I wanted to ask. Yep, yep. So that's so, so I, I'm, I'm going to say, like, you guys have tried that before. Like, mm. I think that Silas probably jumped in there some other time when he got injured. Mm-hmm. And what happened was there's actually, um, as you were sort of pouring, like, healing and life, yeah, life into energy. him, yeah. there was, like, a negative backlash uh, that, that slammed, that didn't harm you, didn't harm Benton, but, like, the more you tried to pour in, the more it fought back. Yeah. Pushed it out. Like opposite magnets. Um, yeah. For those of us who have normal injuries, does that does rest get rid of it? Do we have to heal? Like, because I had a wound from that fight too. Um, there are all sorts of interesting rules about uh, healing rolls and things of that nature, and time and things like that. I don't think that in this particular uh, campaign that that's going to make a lot of sense. So I'm just going to call it. Uh, a good night's rest is going to heal a wound for most people. Okay. Uh, if it's so one one night per one rest, I'm not going to worry about making rolls or how often you do so. Okay. Oh. Uh, and and magical healing will also work on you as well. Yeah. Uh, technological healing will work as well. Um, but yeah, if if you just get some sleep tonight, you'll be fine. Okay. I mean, she's, like, doing intermittent. She, like, gets up and checks the thing and then, like, goes back to sleep for a bit. Okay. Um, Benton gets himself uh, buried, and I think we said it was one hour per wound? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yep, that sounds about right. Okay. Um, So, yeah, you're able to to rest and uh, heal those. Um... Analia is able to do so. Um, Silas can take care of it on many ways. I don't think Zoe was injured. No, Zoe's never injured. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also anything like if you had any missing fatigue, you are able to get those conditions cleared as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice because Lexi makes me that giant breakfast in bed and it like just everything, just all my energy levels get topped off. <laughs> um. That's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> so, so about three o'clock the next day rolls around, and in strides uh, Dame Helen Mirren, dressed to the nines. Yeah. Uh, and she just walks immediately to the receptionist's desk and says, "Is is he secure?" Oh, I guess Analia comes out from the security room and is like, I didn't press the button, but he's in there. I'm ready to press it if I need to. Has his behavior seemed odd? I mean, he seems tired. He's normal, though. All right. Uh, he's He's in room four. Yes. Do I, do I need to press the button when you go in? No. But if I haven't... If I haven't contacted you... Let me see how I would do this. Um, 
If you haven't received a text from me in five minutes, hit the button and then open up the weights in the folder and there are further instructions. Mm. There is, is everything okay? Is he going to be okay? I'm going to find that out. I just don't want him to get hurt. Neither do I, dear. Uh, and she turns and walks into conference room four. And uh, immediately starts looking at the additional instruction. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't open. Uh, I don't want to move on. <laughs> I I didn't hear that. Oh, she's confused and trying to find out why, but you can you can move to the, to the okay scene. Well, Silas, how are you feeling? Ah, uh, uh, she she walks in, uh, appearing to be completely unconcerned. Okay, and I'm... and and sits and sits at the sits at one end of the table. Uh, Silas gets up from the house of cards that he's building and. <laughs> Gives a deep, like, sincere bow. This is one of the people he respects most in the world. Um, and doesn't sit down until she sits down. And then, you know, takes a seat at the table. He says, I, uh... She, she looks you up and down and says, uh, I see you've had a gross spurt. Uh, yes, by a considerable amount. And there's no, uh, attendant pain or... Discomfort, which I would have assumed with gaining half a foot of height. Um, also, have you seen? Th- I mean, look at this. This is fantastic. And he's like, like, like she can't already see his horns. You know, right. he's like, <laughs> he's just very excited about them. I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you have, yes, they are uh, very impressive. So, what happened, my boy? Well, that's a matter of some debate. I remember going into the basement of the house after we confronted one of the cultists. She was magically potent. Um, A lot of nature magic. She nods. But the... It gets fuzzier... I I remember walking down the stairs and there was some conversation in the hallway and and I don't have a clear memory of what happened after that. I see. I, I know what they told me happened, which I assume is in the report that was filed on a computer. But... I, she interrupts you and says, Pan... And you get a thrum. Uh, yeah, I think I like physically jolt. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. Uh, did the pressure change in here? I should hope not. Mm. That's a weird feeling. Sorry. What were you saying? She she sighs uh, deeply. Um, 
besides the obvious physical, have you noticed any other changes? Please be honest. Hmm. I'm not sure. I woke up ex- violently sober, which is unusual, but I've had something to drink and it's fine now. Um I but I haven't really I'm I'm not sure. I don't think there's anything substantially different. Do you know what I want most in the world? No. And she nods. I heard that there was a misunderstanding uh, last night, and perhaps I owe you an apology. Would you mind telling me, in your words, what happened yesterday? Um, well, I... I um and he's like visible, visibly about to say panicked and it it like he chokes on it right i um <laughs> freaked out oh because they were going to lock me in a room which i'm not accustomed to and i didn't have any way to confirm that that came from you they logged it into the computer which as you know the Fay have a direct way to monitor and I was worried that they wanted to trap me in there for having transgressed on some law that I'm unaware of Analia you get a text that says still fine from uh, from uh, Dame Helen Mirren's number and Analia texts back okay uh, meanwhile, you have not seen um, Silas. You didn't see her. She doesn't have her phone in her hand. Oh, okay. Noted. She is. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, it would upset me if she got her phone out. So that's. Right. <laughs> I'm glad. You one one of her hands. Her left hand is on the table. Uh huh. Her right hand is underneath the table. Okay, that's fine. Just letting you. Just setting the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's dressed in a uh, like a white suit and a red scarf. Uh, ma'am, would you be offended if I observed your aura? I don't think so. How would you do? Go- how would were you to do so? How would you do it? Um, it's a spell that I use to mark my eyes, and uh, it allows me to see past the normal veil. Oh, uh, by all means, then. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I get the reach into the pocket that has the fairy dust and do the eyeliner. And uh, she, she is uh, watching you like a hawk. Mm-hmm. Very detailed. Yep, and I just I want to do you know detect arcane 
and uh, see what there is okay. to see. Uh, again, you feel the absence of uh, the arcane, the, the sudden magical silence in mm-hmm. this room, now that you've attuned to that frequency. And she does not radiate any magic uh, at all. Just a human being in the room with me. That is correct. Okay. Well, well, it's everything looks normal. I'm sorry, I just had to check. Um, thank you. Now that you have established my bona fides, and I have watched yours as well, uh, perhaps I should give you a little bit of information and let uh, see what happens from there. Agreed? Please don't say his name again. Uh, she she bites her bottom lip just slightly and nods her head. The, also, Silas didn't know that sentence was going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved it. Um, the year was 1963. I was returning to England from Glasgow. And there was an incident uh, on, on, the, on the train. It was stopped. There were things that occurred. Uh, some things that were stopped from occurring. And at the end of it, I had become a member of... Uh, a new organization that was dedicated to maintaining various interactions between mortal and supernatural entities and to protect uh, and nurture the differences in between those communities as well as the barriers that prevent certain entities from crossing over. Mm. The organization was named for its founder. You are a member of that organization as well. I understand. I have perhaps acted uh, sorry, I'm having a brain fart and I'm trying to think. It's not irrationally, it's not um, rashly? Hastily. I've perhaps acted hastily. But the Kushan Far, as they style themselves, is perhaps the most dangerous organization that you have never heard of. Oh. And I hoped that uh, you never would, uh, and that they had been, in fact, eliminated. The history of Pembroke has been intertwined with this uh, cult for as long as the organization has been uh, extant. Uh we thought that their threat had been ended in the 90s after several disastrous other events. Uh, perhaps uh, the most well-known of those publicized, uh, one in which we nearly failed and thus received a lot more scrutiny than is normally our intent, was in 1986 in Cleveland. You may know this as 
the uh, tragedy of balloon fest. No, it doesn't ring a bell, but uh, I will make the files available for you if you wish. I, yes, I'd like to. I have obviously created certain safeguards should uh, their presence be detected again. And when that was reported, uh, it flagged in the system, alerted me, and I asked for certain safeguards to be put in place. I apologize that I did not speak with you first, but this is not a matter in which I can afford any delay. Uh, regard. However, you do not appear to be unduly influenced by them. Your actions and responses have... Uh, seem genuine and uh, I am convinced that as of this moment you are still uh, within possession of your faculties and are not having uh, any negative uh, consequences from your experience with the coup which I must stress to you is uncommon well that's a relief I ask that if anything changes, if you feel any additional discomfort, if you have any kind of lost time, if you uh, seem to be behaving in manners that you can't quite explain or find yourself in places that you don't remember going, that you report that immediately. And I would ask, on your honor, that you return to this room and uh, request the lockdown procedure. I will be happy to do so, and I want to be clear, I made my escape yesterday because I wasn't sure that the orders came from you. I trust you explicitly. And that that's not in question. I was concerned that the orders came from somewhere else, and that is the only issue from yesterday. Very good. Um, if you would uh, assemble the team for me in in the break room, let's make this a tad more a tad less formal. Okay. Uh, and she rises and walks out of the room uh, and to reception and says to Analia, "Thank you, my dear. You did a wonderful job." I apologize for placing you in such a unenviable and precarious position yesterday. I did not have time to explain to you what was going on. Trust me, I, I understand. I just I just don't want anything to happen to my friends, you know? Uh, I understand. Uh, we will be meeting in the break room in a few moments. Uh, so if you would uh, if you have any questions I will be happy to uh, assist you at that time okay and she and she strides into the uh, break room and begins making a pot of coffee the entire time Analia was holding the tax code binder and she finally like relaxes and puts it back and like follows her to the break room uh, would, would there be a chance for Silas to catch Analia before she goes? Sure. 
I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's up to Analia. Yeah, I mean, I'll see why not. Okay. Uh, because also, he would, like, come out of the room, see Analia, and immediately try to hug her, if if that's all right. Or it's also, like, he's easy to stop. <laughs> it's just like, she's kind of surprised, because she's not, like, she's like, oh, okay, hi, and, like, hugs him. Thank you for being willing to do what had to be done. I am having many. She's just kind of like, in her brain, she's thinking, I'm having many, many, many panic attacks. Um, And she just kind of like nods. She's like, well, I mean, first and foremost, I am loyal to you and everyone here at Pembroke. I don't want anything bad to happen to any of you. You're a good friend, and I appreciate that. Glad I could help. She kind of like is very awkward. (laughs) Give her some space. He's like, I don't know what to do, but yeah, and he's he's like the like the most like huggy, touchy person, (laughs) you know, not inappropriately, but like you know, wants to touch someone's shoulder or shake their hand or or you know, just like in people's space, (laughs) which he tries to respect. He understands that like other people are not like him. No, she she's like she appreciates it. So she's she's like she kind of relaxes for a second and then like gives him an actual hug. And she's like, "Sorry, it's been very stressful." I I can only imagine uh, how that was for uh, you and Benton having to chase after me, and I, I owe him an apology as well. Yeah, but guess who found you? <laughs> how how is? Wait, he would know the plant's name. Little uh, Jack Horner. Oh, yeah. Little How is uh, Mr. Horner? Uh, she's got the, like, like the, the pot tucked under her arm. And um, am, I, am I allowed to just make up how this plant's doing, or do you want to tell me? Um, I would say... I would say run with it for now, and if there's anything that's wildly out of, uh, out of, out of what I think, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. It's not so, and, like... Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say at at this point it's only been a day, so it's not it's not like it's sprouting up and growing, uh, you know, enormously. Like you don't have a little mini pony in there, right? No, <laughs> no, no. It, like I was gonna say, it looks like like Zoe would insist there's like the start of like a little branch, but like you can't. It, it might just be like a like a knot in the wood. So, yeah, right. Um, I'm I'm behind that. Oh no, no, no I see it. I see. Yeah, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, Dame Helen Mirren. Uh, did you know that I'm the employee of the month? I was not informed of the administrative goings-on of this branch, but congratulations. I found Silas. I was good at it. Well, you wouldn't be here if you were not. Thank you. So British of her. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Um, I and I it just uh, and then I think uh, Zoe uh, turns to Analia and it's like, uh, uh, t- "Hi, we're still off for the weekend, right?" Do you like my plant? I love the plant. I'm excited to see if he becomes a unicorn. Me too. Oh, um, it, it, yeah, the weekend. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to make the movie because I haven't been able to research anything. About um, I'll I'll 
I'll do that. You, you, you like, I will not do any movies about demons because I know how you feel about demon representation. (laughs) Okay. Great. Crowley was good. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only show I like about demons. (laughs) And the rest aren't good, but he's good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start making myself a little bowl of cereal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the break room, Dame Helmiren has uh, completed the uh, coffee and has uh, poured a cup for everyone, including herself. Um, and then is uh, leaning against the counter, one leg crossed over the other, uh, and holding, holding her cup of coffee and says... Uh, I don't have a lot of time, but if you have any questions, I would be willing to answer what I can. Well, do you know about... I mean, you seem to be aware of the Kushan Far. Do you know what they wanted, what they were doing? Their ultimate goal is to bring one of the great uh, Elder Fae through the plains to the mortal realm. This is something that cannot happen. And I cannot stress this enough. Good lord. Should this happen, it would make a nuclear event look like a jiffy pop. Okay. They They are deluded into believing that this will give them everlasting life and power over this domain and will not understand that it would destroy life as we know it on this planet. It would consume right. everything. Exactly so. The Fae only takes. Silas? What? Is that what they did to Silas? Kind of looks at Helen Mirren like... From your report and my interview with with Mr. Silvestri, uh, Silas, it appears as though they were using uh, an alchemical method to create a bridge, an avatar, uh, that would further their own needs. My assumption is that the ham-fisted fools thought that uh, she thinks for a moment Willem was a uh, conduit to a pure-blood werewolf and would have created a being that channeled the rage and passion and bloodlust of of an elder in order to wreak havoc in this world. I do not know what they think that they were going to accomplish with, with such a thing, but I'm fortunate that this team was able to stop them even if they did something incredibly dangerous. And she looks over at uh, Silas and then back to the group uh, as well. Such conduits are difficult to close once they have been opened. Not impossible, but difficult, and they do require constant monitoring. I have been assured 
that that will not be an issue. And she pointedly does not look at Silas. Question. Yes. If there's like a conduit where they can get to us, could we like take the fight to them? Like, could we go there? I mean, travel to the Fae is pretty expensive. Not that I would know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! My dear, they only take. Imagine a minnow trying to swim up a firehouse. But I'm one of them. I'm one of them. There are breaches. There are things, there are events that occur. There are times and places and rituals that can contain. Just as a firehouse can be directed in order to achieve good, trying to go against that flow would be exceedingly difficult and doomed to failure. Such a conduit is best considered to be unidirectional and turned off as soon as possible. Alright, do you know where we can find them? If I did, you would not be able to. Because they would no longer be existent. Uh, I mentioned to uh, I mentioned to Silas earlier I believed that they had been eliminated back in the 90s. However, I did think it prudent to leave uh, messages and procedures in place should they arise again. It's not the first time that we believe that they had been uh, removed as a piece on the game board. I mean, to be fair, I think we only met a faction of them. Yep. Uh, That seems quite likely. Alright, I guess we'll get to hunting. Like many vermin, they only surface uh, in certain situations, and the best we can do is fight back where we see and uh, try and prevent their goals from occurring. Yeah. Is... I'm sorry? It sounds like we should be looking for them. Yep. I would urge you that if, uh, since you are now aware of them that you should keep an eye on any activity that you may believe to be so. I would not poison an investigation by indicating that they should be the only consideration but I believe that they should be a consideration uh, in nearly every investigation. I will start a uh, I will start a new file for them based on our new findings. Do not. I do not wish to have this information uh, available at this level. I will discuss with you on a individual basis, and we will see how we can uh, add your efforts to the existing protocols. Okay. I just think... All right. Okay. Is there anything else? Uh, I believe, uh, out of character, Silas's smugness could be cut with a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Well then, if you'll excuse me, 
I have an apology to a director. If you need to reach me, you have Shell's number, and they'll be able to get a hold of me. Uh, thank you. And she turns to leave. Cool. Anything else? Any any anyone else? Uh, or just uh, getting up to offer Benson a handshake and an apology. Oh yeah, yeah. Handshake. That's cool. It's all cool. It's good. It's fine. I'll get you next time. No, no, you won't. But I appreciate that you had my best interest at heart. Yes, I will. But that's okay. It's fine. Amelia just kind of stares at them and is like, <laughs> goes back to her desk. And I'm like, I, I don't. This is not an open office floor plan. We are classier than that. She shuts her door and finally <laughs> has her moment of just done. Like, collapses. It's just like, oh! Oh, boy. But she doesn't let anyone see that. So she just goes and, like, goes in her room and be alone. F- face plant into the bed? <laughs> like, she, she just, like, falls on her couch and is like, I'm done. <laughs> Every Like, I have concern. I've used all of my energy and spoons on this thing. Mm. And just, oh. Excellent. All right, uh, then I think that that is uh, I think that is it for tonight. Thank you for uh, bearing with a little bit over time here, um, and uh, I look forward to seeing you for the next session when we uh, continue more with the uh, investigations and trials and tribulations of Pembroke Investigations. Uh, that is the name of this show. It is a Savage Worlds uh, uh, AP. And uh, thank you for joining us. We hope you had as good a time watching and listening as we had producing this for you today. My name is Nick. I have been the Game Master for this show. And uh, I want to go around and give everyone a chance to introduce themselves and talk about any projects they may have upcoming. I'm going to start in a reverse order from uh, how I started. So, Jason, if you'd please take it away. Uh, sure. Hi, I'm Jason. Uh, you can find me at It's Probably Okay, just the letters OK on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, as my schedule's up there. I do um, a bit of streaming on my own Wednesday morning. Uh, I do some stuff on Saturday and Sunday. But um, aside from being here, my uh, one of the regular things I do is Friday Fly Day with uh, Sam DeLev on, uh, on the It's Probably Okay channel. We play No Man's Sky and very much chill out. So um, be sure to catch that if you get a chance. It's a lot of fun. And... Um, I think that's that's mostly. I do have the the. It's probably okay. Channel has a new Saturday morning show coming that I can't talk about yet, but it's it's very exciting, and I'm looking forward to announcing it soon. So stay tuned. Excellent, uh, Emily. Uh, the new show that's coming to the It's Probably Okay YouTube channel is uh, Coffee Chat with Jason and Emily. Uh, every week that. we talk about every week we talk about our favorite coffee and. Uh, that's uh, it's a it's a good show. Um, the pilot very well received. Um, uh, my name is Emily Vanderwerf. You can find me on it's grounded in reality. <laughs> you can find me on the Twitter at Emily VDW. 
Uh, I play in the Great American Witch Game every other Monday here on Happy Giants, which is a great time. We're having a, a great time there. Uh, stop averting the apocalypse. I'm averting the apocalypse in both games. Uh, yeah, and I get up to all kinds of business, and you can find out about it on my Twitter account. Um, yeah, Emily VDW. Excellent. Blythe? Oh, this this game is getting so interesting and intense. Uh, all right. Uh, hi, yeah. I am Blythe Kala, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BlytheKala93. You can find me here every Wednesday. Uh, you can find me on Fridays with Table Topical at Games We Never Play. You can find me on my own YouTube channel. I haven't released a video in a while because I promised myself I would clean my room, and then I was allowed to make a video. <laughs> uh, so there's probably a British narrator saying out there she's never made a video ever again. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me there on Blythe, Co- Blythe Kala or Blythe Kala 93. And I may or may not also be excited about Saturdays for it's probably okay. Maybe I might, I don't know. I don't know. Might be excited. <laughs> Man, I need to stop. Uh, I need to stop working Saturday mornings. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jay, hey y'all, uh, Jay Holtham. You can find me on the Twitters at Jay Holtham and uh, all the usual spots. You can also find me over at Twelve Sided Stories, playing a variety of games and events and things. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am 100 percent not excited about the Saturday morning. <laughs> One hundred percent. Can I interrupt, please? Heliotrope on Fridays is so freaking cool. Oh, thank you all. I, I'm such a super fan of the show. Thank you. We're having a good time. So yeah, check, check out Heliotrope and other fun stuff coming up. Fantastic. Uh, again, thank you for joining us. My name is Nick. You can find me online at SunGrowler on Twitter. Uh, there's also a handle for me out on Instagram, but I have not been able to log into that for the past eight months. So, uh, <laughs> if someone is talking to you and pretending to be Sun Growler on Instagram, they're not. <laughs> uh, you can check out the rest of our run uh, thus far at happyjacks.org/pembroke if you only joined us for these uh, last ten minutes. Uh, and. If uh, you are interested in any of our other shows, you can find those at happyjacks.org slash shows. We do have tons and tons of content and various APs, as well as a RPG advice show. And uh, we do advise you to uh, tune in, because you will find something that speaks to you, I guarantee it, not guaranteed. Uh, that is it for me. And until uh, next time, I uh, am jubilant that I get to play with such wonderful role players here and uh, I hope you I hope you enjoyed it awesome Good night. I'm going to throw up the schedule yeah. for everyone if you're just listening that is happyjacks.org slash schedule bye. bye bye if I told you the things I've seen on my way If I told you the things I've done in my days You wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives 